Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And the top of the morning to you. It's August the 17th, 2021, and we are off to a rocket start. Hi, Karumba. Hi, no need to get upset about that. Good morning, world. And a good morning to you, too. What do you do for fun? Well, let me tell you, I think it would take all day to tell you what we do for fun around this place. It is 6.07 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you please certify that? It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m., as Mr. Clock says, and Bonnie, we are off and running with a vengeance this morning. Yeah, and uh, we're breathing pretty well, too. Our breathing is up. Uh, we're not breathing too heavy, so we're not out of breath, no. even though we are running at top speed. Yeah, we, we run at warp speed around here sometimes. We break the sound barrier, as they say. Yes, we certainly do. So I got home yesterday, and I told Rachel what we talked about yesterday, about her funny sounds coming out of the bedroom. Did she get all embarrassed about it and said, Evan, why did you do that? No, she thought it was rather funny. She wished she would have been listening. So what does she do? Well, she goes and finds the podcast and listens to the segment. And let me tell you, that girl lapped so hard, I thought she was going to pee her pants. Oh, yeah. She she goes, oh, my. She goes, I wished I would have been awake for that. She thought it was rather hilarious. We were talking about it this early, uh, just 24 hours ago, yeah. weren't we? At 6 yep. o'clock in the morning. Strange sounds coming out of a bedroom with your 18-year-old in the other room. Because and all you're because not doing. you were rubbing her feet or something, or no, you were rubbing her neck? No, her trapezius neck? muscle. Her, I was okay. digging in like this. Oh, yeah, you were giving her that deep tissue massage. Right, exactly. And Gavin, of course, his room <laughs> is on the other side of the wall of our master bedroom. So can you imagine what the 18-year-old is thinking? What's going on in there? So did Gavin hear what was going on? Did he hear any of the sounds? Oh, yeah, he asked me. Yep, he did. He says, Dad, um, what were you, Mom, doing last night? I says, well... To be very honest with you, son, it wasn't what you think it was. You know, he's a pretty brave kid because uh, me as a kid, as a, well, Gavin is still a teenager. Yes, he's 19. 18. Uh, 18. I would be afraid. I would be ashamed to even ask. No. I would just kind of like uh, tiptoe around that thing and pretend that I didn't hear what I heard. No, he has no shame at all to ask Not whatsoever. Not too embarrassing for the boy. Not in the least bit. So we answered. I answered the question. He asked me and I said, well, it's not what you think it was. And he just looks at me. He says, no, we, I said, we weren't doing the hibbity-dibbity. You should no. have given him some of the dosage that you gave Rachel with the, you know, you know, grabbed uh, Gavin by the shoulder. And oh, I didn't want to hurt. Got behind his shoulder blade. Didn't, didn't want to hurt the child. Into the traps. Didn't want to hurt the child. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if he would have made some of the same noises. Well, the facial expression uh, was was priceless when I when I said to him, we weren't doing what you think we were doing. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was uh, priceless, needless to say. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the episodes of the Waltons mm-hmm. way back mm-hmm. when poor John Boy Walton, I mean, I think he was up alone in his bedroom. You know, mm-hmm. didn't he live upstairs and he had the, the top floor bedroom of the Waltons? I think so. <laughs> and Mrs. Walton would be behind the door. Mm-hmm. Or was it Grandma? I don't know, but that just doesn't sound right. John Boy <laughs> has the door locked for hours and all of a sudden he hears... John boy, uh-huh. John boy, what you doing in there, John boy? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's just uh, not right. Well, it, he, they should have left John Boy alone. The boy yeah. d- needed his privacy, how I was feeling when I watched it. John Boy's a big boy. Yes. So just leave him alone. <laughs> so anyway, so how was your day yesterday? You uh, Usually Mondays are blazing saddles day around here for you because you just... You know, I, I just blink my eyeball and you're gone. Well, I got home before Gary yesterday afternoon, and he mm-hmm. came home with blazing saddles and said, you got the news on. Do you have the news on? Because mm-hmm. the president's going to be on. Oh. And oh, boy. Then uh, we watched the whole President Biden speech in the wake of what's going on in Afghanistan and right. with the Taliban and the takeover. And we watched the in, the speech in its entirety. The whole to, thing? Only to, it, it wasn't uh, significantly long. It okay. wasn't like an hour's long speech. So it wasn't a State of the Union address. Well, it was a major, major uh, address, okay. you might say. I mean, so did they interrupt regularly scheduled programming for this, or did... You know what, we was, don't know was because... Was this scheduled? We turned the regular network off to... I think we turned on either a CNN or a Fox. Well, we we kind of like to roll with getting both points of view. Right. So first we watched the uh, CNN, and then following the speech, we turned on the Fox program programming when uh, I believe people came out from the Pentagon and they answered questions. Mm. But we were had our arms raised up in the air because I was waiting for uh, Joe Biden to. You know, answer some questions, but okay. nope, he makes a speech, and he leaves. turns around, I see the ugly back of his head. I shouldn't say ugly. And I that's see it. the back he's of gone. his head, and he's gone. Like and yesterday's kitty litter. No, no comment, wow. no answers. What did he talk Didn't about? Because I, I, I missed the speech, so can you give me some insight what he spoke about? Well, he kind of went in to say about how he's seen this thing in Afghanistan for the last 20 years. He's right. been over there. He's worked with it. He's witnessed it. He kind of like basically said that he thought it was time that we should get on out of there. Mm-hmm. And he went into the thing that struck me maybe kind of fuzzy was when he first got out there, I thought he was going to maybe – show some appreciation and thankfulness and more thought to our military personnel right. and their families, right. families who maybe lost uh, people fighting over there. Mm-hmm. I thought he might be addressing them first. Mm-hmm. But when he came out, he really, um, I don't know, kind of wanted to take the bull by the horns and make it look like none of it is... His fault of what's happening here, the buck stops here with me. Okay. That's kind of like uh, what okay. he said, sort of went to in the middle of his uh, speech yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I was uh, wanting him more to really uh, witness, to to recognize the families and soldiers that, that have been fighting over there for right. so long and the cause. Exactly. You know, I don't understand this, and, and to this day I still don't get it, but... Why, <clears throat> excuse me, why in God's name do we have to send Americans to another country when it's not even our country? That's, see, that, that's what I'm not, I'm not getting. Well, see, that's what he did bring out too, Evan, so it, it gets really frustrating. Why are we there? It does get really frustrating and uh, confusing to me where he did, he did give up, he did bring up a really good solid point mm-hmm. that... Uh, we've been fighting this fight for so long, mm-hmm. and if the Afghan government and the Afghan military can't fight their own battle 
yeah. kind of brought up the point of why should we still be in this, exactly. which I can see. And you just said it right. You just hit the nail on the head. If they can't fight their own battle, well, touche, let them have at it. Let them do whatever they're going to do over there. Why do we need to interfere in their battle, we have enough. We have enough issues here in the United States of America. Why do we have to go over there and now pile on more crap on top of crap that's going on in in today's society? Well, see, he he he's right in that way that maybe we shouldn't be over there anymore. But the reason, the way that he did it, and oh so fast and oh so abrupt, is mm-hmm. uh, many people uh, feel. I think military, too, that this situation wasn't really planned out, thought out well ahead, and handled right. Right. Uh, particularly from what we saw yesterday with these, uh, the, the U.S. plane taking off and Afghans just running uh, rampant in, in that terminal in the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there were three or four of them that engaged themselves on the plane just to get out of there and get away from the Taliban. Mm-hmm. It was just like... Uh, experts are saying it was just like a too rampant, too fast situation, not enough thought involved, not enough pre-planning. And now there are women and children left over there. And yeah. my heart just goes, uh, Taliban probably knocking on their door. Yeah. Uh, have you been with the American ally? I mean, I'm, my, my heart just goes out to um, everybody that fought here, all of the women and children left over there, mm-hmm. any civilians that are over there right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, it was just all, yeah, maybe some of the reasons are right, but all too fast and wrong. Yeah, it's just um, just terrible situation over there. Switching gears, um, another terrible situation is the situation that's going on in Haiti with the earthquake. Oh, man. And, yeah. oh, man, I, um, I saw some drone footage yesterday of the situation that's over there. And, man, my heart goes out to those people. I was in Haiti um, a couple of years ago with Rachel, and the part that we were in is just absolutely beautiful. We were in Labadee, Haiti. It's absolutely gorgeous over there. But um, the, the the poor country is in, like, a turmoil right now with the the buildings that collapsed and the, the, the thousands of people that have just perished and and just to see they they have they have nothing and zero doesn't it seem like haiti is like always being struck with turmoil turmoil yeah whether it's a, a hurricane a tornado yeah. a storm or earthquake or or whatnot and from what i understand as far south here in florida down in miami people said they felt tremors down in miami said there were chandeliers shaking on on the ceiling they could feel the tremor of that yeah that, that far away yeah honestly yeah it, it was awful it does look like the uh there's an update they have raised the death toll from that powerful earthquake over the weekend to 1419 oh, gosh yeah and, that's awful yeah and then they were just like looking for all those people through to through the rubble it makes me think of my my friend Pete just passed away mm-hmm. up in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He was a, a truck driver, played guitar, but he also had gone to Haiti uh, on a mission. He got with a Christian mission, and he went over there to 
help clean before and like help the people of Haiti. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would walk around. I remember Facebook photos. So like uh, during this time too, with everything going on, it just really makes me think of my friend uh, Pete as well, who uh, just passed away of a massive heart attack like just a week ago at age 61. Wow, that's young. That's way too young. Yeah, it makes you wonder. Way too young. Way too young. And like he didn't drink or smoke. The man was a Christian. He really, to to me, Mm -hmm. I thought he took great care of himself. Yeah. It just makes you wonder. It just proves, it, it just goes to show you that, you know, God has everybody's number. And when your number is called, um, your number is called. And hopefully my number is at the end of the spool of numbers (laughs) (laughs) that they're calling like at the deli line at Publix. I don't want to be that next number called. That's for sure. I don't want to be a number. Yours will probably be at 99 or 100 or maybe then so, Evan. Man, I hope so. You seem like in super health. But like you mentioned, like you mentioned a great point. You just never know when when it is. No, We we just don't know. Nobody promises tomorrow. And I tell people that all the time. Nobody promises tomorrow to anybody, so live today like today is your last day. And and it's so true. It really is. It really is because nobody is going to give you tomorrow. When you go to bed at night and you put your head down on that pillow, that could be the last time that you're putting your head down on your pillow. You may not wake up. And I, I know that when, when I go, um, when it's time for me to go, um, the way that I want to go is... When I fall asleep, I fall asleep, and that's it. I'm sleeping. I don't want to suffer pain. I don't want to suffer any agony wow. or, or nothing. I just want to put my head down on that pillow, go to sleep, and that's the way I want to go. Yeah. That's it. No pain, no suffering, no gain. That's the way my mom went. She went at uh, 5 o'clock, 4 yeah. or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. She had laid down, fell asleep in her bed. Take a nap. Yeah. Didn't wake up. Yeah, it's the best way to go. Honestly, it, if you're gonna go, that's the best. That's the best way to go. Six twenty right now. Time for news. All brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than seventy five years. Bonnie's at the news desk with the morning headlines. Thank you, Evan. Florida is largely unscathed after tropical storm Fred swept through. The storm made landfall yesterday afternoon in the Panhandle in Gulf County, bringing high winds and heavy rainfall. There were no reports of major damage, injuries, or deaths, but about 40,000 customers lost power. Two South Fork High School students said they will go before the school board at Tuesday's meeting to speak about the current dress code in schools. WPTV's Derek Lowe has the story. The petition, started by a South Fork High School senior, has now garnered nearly 2,000 signatures. Students Mackenzie Gorton and Ryan Cooper say the current dress code is tough to comply with. In the district's policy, clothing that exposes the torso is not allowed. Shorts must be no shorter than four inches above the knee, and pants are not allowed to have any holes or tears. School district officials say the dress code allows for a learning environment that is not distracting to other students. So you can't wear a tight shirt and you can't wear a loose shirt. And nowadays with uh, what the stores are selling, like Hollister and Apostle, their shirts are either crop tops or huge baggy t-shirts. So they're not really catering. Making, they're not catering towards the school's dress code. I think what we have is a minimum uh, expectation, and that's that's pretty consistent with other districts in, uh, surrounding us in the state of Florida. And 
We're just going to try to be as consistent as we can following that. Both students who started the petition say they plan to go before the school board at Tuesday's meeting to present the revisions they would like to see made in the dress code. In Martin County, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. Martin County School Superintendent Dr. John Millay helped break ground on a new elementary school in Palm City Monday and WPTV's John Shaman with details. Martin County School Superintendent Dr. John Millay helping break ground on a new elementary school in Palm City Monday. It's a great investment by the taxpayers of this community. The school will be complete in August 2023, but in August of 2021, the news surrounding schools is mostly centered on COVID and masks. Our schools are safe. We're taking care of all the protocol. We're watching our mitigation strategies. As of Monday, the total number of confirmed COVID cases in Martin County schools is 36. Last year, the first five school days saw only seven total cases. We're watching that each day. We're working with the local health department. We're listening to the Department of Education and other state authorities. Elsewhere on the Treasure Coast since the start of the school year, Indian River County reported 20 positive cases, 12 staff and 8 students. St. Lucie County reports 40 staff and 73 positive student cases. A lot of the same kind of angst out there amongst our members. How are we going to socially distance? How are we going to protect ourselves? David Freeland is the president of the Education Association of St. Lucie, representing about 2,700 district employees. Not, um, not teachers themselves calling out. Now we've got attendance issues, but because they're quarantined. Freeland says he sees a potential work slowdown as more people become sick. The union and the school district worked together this summer to provide a new COVID-19 leave program for school staff. If anybody gets sick through a contact at work, they get 10 days of COVID leave before they have to start using their own sick leave or other leaves. The school board's decision last week to require staff to mask up also created some conflict among St. Lucie Union members. I understand why they have to mask and students have a choice. Um, and that's a, that's a minefield to try and navigate. With no virtual option, more kids are in the classroom. We are hoping to be able to get through this as unscathed as possible. John Shaneman, WPTV. News Channel 5. A second site offering the monoclonal antibody treatment for COVID patients is now open in Orlando. Here, what we're doing, we started one in Jacksonville. We have one here in Camping World Stadium. So this is going to be open seven days a week and is going to be able to treat up to 320 patients a day. South Florida students are heading back to school amid a COVID spike. The good news is that more than 70% of Miami-Dade County's 12 and over population is vaccinated. Our medical system is not overwhelmed. Obviously, we have a bump, we have a surge, but because we had a significant amount of the population vaccinated, we are absorbing the hit from Delta better than most. For those under 12, Miami-Dade COVID response advisor Jared Moskowitz believes masking is the best protection. As the state education board holds an emergency meeting today, Broward County school officials could learn what consequences they'll suffer for defying the governor. The school board voted last week to impose a mask mandate, even though Governor Ron DeSantis issued an executive order that outlaws such mandates. 
Lastly, Missionary Flights International, the decades-old Christian organization operating out of Fort Pierce, is continuing its work in Haiti following a devastating earthquake in the Caribbean nation on Saturday. Missionary Flight spokesperson J.J. Lane said Monday there was mass chaos in Haiti after the earthquake, the epicenter of which was in the southwest part of the country, and the organization's president, Joe Carabench, began taking calls. He obviously at that moment started looking and responding the best that he could, contacting people trying to get all the story straight and how it is that missionary flights could respond, Lane said. Boston Celtics guard Marcus Smart has agreed to a four-year, $77 million contract extension. The extension, which begins with the 2022-23 season, is the maximum allowable off Smart's $14.3 million salary for 2021-22. The deal does not include a player option. News time is 627. We'll have weather and traffic together next. insurance or want to switch plans you can sign up for a new florida blue health plan or switch to a better one for as little as zero dollars per month if you qualify call us today 772-621-8830 or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more to be eligible for zero monthly cost your marketplace monthly advanced premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium policies have limitations and exclusions benefits available in certain plans and counties florida blue and florida blue hmo are independent licensees of the blue cross and blue shield association Six twenty-seven right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together, Bonnie. Well, on US One, the Port St. Lucie area this morning, north and southbound, use some caution. Slow down in the area when you approach Port St. Lucie Boulevard. Did see police out there this morning? Construction crew workers. Uh, there's a little bit of a tie-up, a little bit of a slowdown in that area due to road construction. US One at Port St. Lucie Boulevard. Otherwise, we don't have any accidents. And there's your latest look at traffic. Stewart, it is 79. And in Norwich, England, it's 58. It's cloudy. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under partly cloudy skies and some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 50% chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms, most of that rainfall moving inland throughout the day. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s, some morning coastal rainfall followed by a 40% chance for afternoon inland showers and storms. By the end of the work week through the weekend, drier air moves in. Rain chances drop, more sunshine with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Hello, this is Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. 
We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. (laughs) Really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9, here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. Here's a quick tip if you're ever stumped for a business you can trust. The Martin County Business Exchange has more than 70 companies you can count on for good service and fair prices. Whether it's for you, your house, or your office, get online at mcbiz.us. You'll find local businesses you can count on for quality, service, and fair prices. Visit mcbiz.us. Martin County Business Exchange. It's just good business. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 632 on the Get Up and Go Show, and it's time for viral videos. So I have um, three viral videos, and I'm going to save the first one actually for last because it's more it's viral but it's very it's very emotional it's very serious but this other video I found um, it's a clip um, that you could use as a commercial for Dairy Queen I guess it's a toddler who's given her first taste of a Dairy Queen blizzard oh how, how exciting right and her face goes from unsure to surprised to absolutely delighted in seconds. Listen. So here's the toddler. She gets her taste. You hear the kid laughing in the background. You see it, right, Bonnie? Okay. That's so good. Is that amazing? Her facial expression is like, wow. I have a feeling that Dairy Queen will be calling that child. Possibly. Possibly I mean, that so. That should be a commercial for uh, mm-hmm. the Blizzard and the DQ. Yeah, I think that would uh, capture many exactly. families and say, "Hey, let's go out for some ice cream." Yeah, <laughs> definitely, sir. There's a uh, TikToker by the name of Jonathan Young 
who does heavy metal versions of Disney songs. Oh, how cool. All right, heavy how, metal. How and, cool. and I know you like heavy metal. Um, so this one that I found is of him performing Let It Go. And it's gone viral, and it's making the rounds all over the place. Listen. Guys, really good. Cold, don't bother right. me anyway. Wasn't he good? Yeah, that uh, that was uh, "Let It Go" from Disney's Frozen. Yes. by the way. Yeah, and uh, you know he did he did phenomenal. I want to hear him do more Disney jams. Well, you could find him on TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. He does <laughs> heavy metal versions of Disney jams all over the place. Yeah. So he's really good. I really like what he did with that. I was on that was on fire. Um, there's a guy by the name of Enrique Rodriguez. This is the the video I was telling you about. Um, there's a guy by the name of Enrique Rodriguez who is a healthcare worker in New Brunswick, New Jersey, and he's gone viral with clips of him performing uplifting faith-based songs for critically ill patients. Mm. Okay, now this guy, what what really gets me is this guy was a former gangbanger. He was a former gang member, Mm -hmm. and he completely turned his life around after he found Jesus. That's incredible. I mean, completely. Amazing, yeah. So the patient's mom asked the guy to sing to her son, whose eyes opened up a few seconds into the song. Was this boy in a coma? Or yes. He's, he's in a coma yes. state? Yes. He woke up and began speaking a little goodness of God and a thank you to Jesus. I mean, I'm just like. I got to see this. Wow. Okay. This so is big. Here's the audio in the video. And his eyes are open right there. They just opened. I got chills. That is amazing. I mean, I just, I got goosebumps right now. Pretty powerful, yes? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, wow. And you have to hand it to that young lad for going into those hospital rooms like that when, Mm -hmm. I mean, when you don't even know the person in the room. No. I wonder how in this day and age they were willing to even let him in, you know, with uh, COVID-19 I'm not variant. Sh- I'm not sure how he how he got in, or when maybe when the video was taken. I don't know. The was, video may be a year or so old. I I I really don't know. Maybe it was earlier. Yeah, I I really don't know. It takes a kind of certain kind of person too to even go into 
somebody's hospital room and, yeah. and have contact like that with a stranger. And I'd be curious how the mom found the guitar player who used to be in a gang. Maybe she heard him outside somewhere and invited mm-hmm. him into the hospital yeah. as her guest. There's so many um there's so many different scenarios. I'm sure they maybe hooked up on the internet or some sort of thing this day oh, and age. But man, that's just yeah. that's just so heartwarming mm-hmm. that that actually happened. Nice that he's doing um you know going to do those rounds to brighten people's days like that. Yeah, definitely. People uh, are oh so terribly sick. Definitely. So I found an article online but I don't want to use it yet because I'm waiting for when we have Linda Salisbury on. Because the the title of the article is what your favorite flower reveals all about you. And I figured, you know what? When we have Linda on next, we can talk about that. Oh, I wanted yeah. to save it for that. Okay. Because I thought it'd be kind of apropos. Yeah, I would like to find out what Linda's favorite flower is. Yeah, or, and... if, or if she can even choose a favorite because she is the plant lady. Mm-hmm. She probably loves each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like asking her maybe to pick her favorite child. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, she's probably got a bunch. I bet she does. <laughs> she kind of reminds me of the old woman in the shoe <laughs> with a bunch oh, of yeah. kids and grandkids, right? Yeah, or um, the yeah the the lady in the shoe. The lady who exactly. used to live in the shoe. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. that fa- fancy big wide dress that she wears. Yep. Yep. When she came colors. in here that day with what she had on with the hard hat and everything. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was like, okay, she's, what are we doing here? Construction? She's a colorful spirit. She you is. Know? She really is. She's a very sweet lady. Oh, by the way, my favorite flower, I think, is uh, lilacs. Because lilacs? I always love the smell of them. Is that on the list? When? Yes, it is. I'm not going to reveal what it says that you are. Right. I, not going to reveal. Just the fragrance, you know, yeah. when those lilacs are in bloom. Nothing well, they say like that, that. Is it lilac? The, the smell is also a very... Um, it's supposed to relax you and help you sleep better. Is is that the I the think, scent that I what it is? I think that is. A, yes, I'm pretty sure. Sh- or lavender. Lavender. You're that's it. Com- yeah, I had the L. They're pretty close smelling, yeah. though, aren't they? They're yeah. very nice fragrances. You know what else I like is the uh, when the orange blossoms mm-hmm. are in, like in full bloom, mm-hmm. and we're traveling across the state to the mm-hmm. west, mm-hmm. and you can smell those orange blossoms. I don't know if they're going to be. Um, or if they're the same as flowers, though. Mm. Well, maybe we'll, we'll find that out from Linda. Yeah, when definitely. We talk to her. I'll uh, see if maybe she's available Thursday or Friday to uh, come on with us. I know that she'll be on um, a couple of times when uh, G and them in September are going to be uh, taking a little vacay. Oh, yeah. She's going to yeah. probably be joining us right yeah. before 7. Yeah. In that. Or something like that. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll get her in. That's not a problem. We always have room for. Uh, uh, for Linda L. Salisbury, the plant lady. Did you know in the early 1900s, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich was considered a delicacy? In the 19, in early the 1900s? In the 1900s, a yeah. delicacy. That thing was a delicacy, Bonnie. It still is. Wow. I, I still consider it a delicacy. Well, you may, but the kids don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they didn't they, like the way you made it. They make the sandwich now on their own. That, there you go. <laughs> That's right. Here's the knife. Here's the bread. Here's the fixins. Make it yourself and don't complain. Every now and then, a peanut butter and jelly is good, though, no? Mm-hmm. Every now and then. Uh, all that I, sweetness. I couldn't tell you because oh, I'm allergic. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I stay away from that stuff. Yeah. Now, here's here's a good one for you, Bonnie. You have to answer this question. 
Did you know that 60% of cat owners have argued with their cat? They have fought with their cat. <laughs> have you ever had a fight with Hansi or Jack Frosty? Not a fight, but a... a or a, a repri- an argument? A reprimanding. A reprimanding? Yeah. And have they ever replied back and, well, and know, meowed back at you? Like if Jack has maybe pee-peed somewhere where he shouldn't pee-pee. Right. Then I have to. Um, I don't. I never hit him. I don't. I will no. not scold. I will not hit my cat. But I. I agree. I do pick him up and put him in the cat room now, where the toy room is. Yeah. But we, where their cat boxes are. Right. I pick him up. I look at him sternly, mm-hmm. and I shut the door and leave him in there a while by and then, his kitty box. And then after you shut the door, he's probably laughing. <laughs> he's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right, whatever. going to take a little cat nap anyway. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's what a cat does. <clears throat> Did you know that one in three wives wish their husbands would hold hands more? One in three wives. Do you think Rachel has that thought when she's thinking about you? <clears throat> does she wish you know, she would hold her hand more? You know what? We should ask her. I, you know what? I'd like and to find out. I think that's a great question. Yeah. And I would be willing to allow you to ask her. Not allow you. That's wrong to say that. <laughs> I would love for you to ask her. Okay. Uh, I didn't mean to say allow because that's like you have to ask permission. Oh, you well, never have to ask permission. Sometimes, you know. You but are. I would love for you to ask her that question if she calls in this morning. Yeah, I will. That if she yep. wished that I hold her hand more. Yeah, I'd like to I think that's that a great I'd, idea. I'd be very curious. We hold hands all the time, so uh, I'm very fortunate, okay. thankful that way. Um, did you know, according to a recent survey, over 60% of guys and women believe it is not appropriate to talk politics until after the third date? <laughs> Why? Why Why do you have to wait till the third date to talk politics? Some people are Jeez. real uh, hell-bent on politics, though. Some people yeah. are just, um, you could, you know, date that person that is so right could you imagine or if so we got, left. Could you imagine if we got political on this show? Um, what would happen? We might we might have got a little political earlier. Yeah, but maybe not I was, not. I was getting maybe a little political. No, well, earlier. We, we were talking about we were talking about what was on TV. But I'm talking about if we were to just get you know just start talking about political stuff all the time. I just I I just I can't do that. That's just me. That's why we have our professional political talk show hosts. On yeah. Later. Yeah. That that uh, do their thing. Yes. Um, Sullivan is who I like to listen to. Oh, Tom Sullivan. Tom Sullivan. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, he, he has some good stuff on his. show. He has good stuff. Did you uh, know that around seven percent of women have had a dream about a bartender? A dream about a bartender. Now, in your um, single days, I won't. Yeah. I, I won't say it any other way. But in your single days, mm-hmm. when you would go to your local watering hole and you come home at night. Did you ever have a dream about a bartender? I never did. Never did? Okay. No. That's okay. In all honesty, That's no. okay. That's okay. I'm not going to say, oh, come on, Bonnie, you must have. <laughs> did you ever have a dream about, like, a female bartender? Oh, yeah. Or, I no. could tell you a story about a bartender that would you would fall out of your seat. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, the stuff she did yeah. behind the bar. Oh, yeah, just. <sighs> Was she a good mixologist? That's what matters. Um, I didn't drink, but yeah. to watch the... The, the the I'll just say the show that she put on oh my. Was behind it, the bar. Was it better than Benny Hanna? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it wasn't a G rated show. Oh my. Oh yeah. 
Oh, Let's just the, leave it at that. Where their um, lacy bras up on the ceiling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, panties on the uh, barroom walls. Well, you're really you're really trying to get this out of me, aren't you? Um, I'll tell you off air. Okay. I, I can't say. I just. I'm not. I. I don't think. I think it would shell shock the listener. Oh my gosh. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd probably be shocked. Too. Yeah. I, I'll tell you off air. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. I'll. I'll tell you off air. I'm not I even gonna my... hint to what it was, but I will just simply tell you off air. It is 6:46 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. It's all brought to you this segment by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deal in town on any type of precious metals. Please make sure and go see Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie is standing by with the headlines. Thanks, Evan. Senior U.S. military officials say the chaos at the Kabul airport Monday morning left seven people dead, including some who fell from a departing American military transport jet. The officials spoke on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to publicly discuss ongoing operations. Afghans rushed onto the tarmac of the capital's airport on Monday as thousands tried to flee the country after the Taliban seized power with stunning speed. Some clung to the side of a U.S. military plane before takeoff in a widely shared video that captured the sense of desperation as America's 20-year war comes to a chaotic end. Florida is largely unscathed after tropical storm Fred swept through. The storm made landfall yesterday afternoon in the Panhandle in Gulf County, bringing high winds and heavy rainfall. There were no reports of major damage, injuries, or deaths, but about 40,000 customers lost power. Two South Fork high school students said they will go before the school board on Tuesday's meeting to speak about the current dress code in schools. WPTV's Derek Lowe has the story. The petition, started by a South Fork High School senior, has now garnered nearly 2,000 signatures. Students Mackenzie Gorton and Ryan Cooper say the current dress code is tough to comply with. In the district's policy, clothing that exposes the torso is not allowed. Shorts must be no shorter than four inches above the knee, and pants are not allowed to have any holes or tears. School district officials say the dress code allows for a learning environment that is not distracting to other students. So you can't wear a tight shirt and you can't wear a loose shirt. And nowadays with uh, what the stores are selling, like Hollister and Aeropostale, their shirts are either crop tops or huge baggy t-shirts. So they're not really catering. Making, they're not catering towards the school's dress code. I think what we have is a minimum of expectation and that's it. that's pretty consistent with other districts and uh, surrounding us in the state of Florida and we're just going to try to be as consistent as we can following that. Both students who started the petition say they plan to go before the school board at Tuesday's meeting to present the revisions they would like to see made in the dress code. In Martin County, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. In Stewart, there's only one city commission contest on Tuesday's primary election ballot. Voters will choose a Group 4 commissioner, either incumbent Troy McDonald or Karen Hall, to serve the next three years. The nonpartisan race is a repeat of the 2020 election when McDonald defeated Hall. Group 2 incumbent Becky Bruner will be re-elected without opposition. Polls will open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. The Biden administration is poised to announce that many Americans will need a booster shot, according to reports from the New York Times and Washington Post. 
Two administration sources told the New York Times that Americans will be asked to get a booster shot eight months after they were fully vaccinated. The first doses of the booster shot are expected to be administered in September, according to the Washington Post. They would likely go to people in assisted living centers and health care workers first. The Biden administration reportedly came to the decision after receiving data from Israel, which showed the Pfizer vaccine was not as effective in protecting elderly people who were vaccinated at the beginning of the year. Fears about the rapid spread of the COVID-19 Delta variant are keeping gas prices down in Florida. AAA's Mark Jenkins says continued concerns about the spread of the coronavirus prevented gas prices from gaining any ground last week. Jenkins says crude oil and gasoline futures prices have fallen due to worries about how the Delta variant could reduce global demand. He added prices should continue to trend lower, at least over the coming week. In Florida, the statewide average for a gallon of regular is 301, down a penny from last week. I'm Rick Hoschel. NASA and SpaceX are preparing to launch their 23rd commercial resupply services mission to the International Space Station. A Falcon 9 rocket carrying the company's Dragon spacecraft is scheduled for liftoff a week from Saturday at Kennedy Space Center. Lastly, after last week's game between the Yankees and the White Sox in Iowa, everybody's talking about Field of Dreams, so it makes sense that this news would drop now. A TV series based on the movie has been given the green light at NBC's Peacock streaming service. Not much is known about it yet, except that it's being developed by Mike Schur, the guy who created The Good Place. His other credits include Parks and Rec, The Office, SNL and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but Field of Dreams will be a drama, not a comedy. New England Patriots quarterback Cam Newton said Monday that head coach Bill Belichick hasn't told him he'll start the regular season opener September 12 against the Miami Dolphins, answering with one of Belichick's familiar phrases. Newton was asked the question because while Belichick has repeated multiple times that Newton is the team's starting quarterback, he also said on the night the team drafted Alabama's Mike Mac Jones in the first round, whatever time Mac is ready to challenge and compete, then we'll see how that goes. Jones' strides were reflected in the Patriots' preseason opening 22-13 win over the Washington football team on Thursday when he played one series behind the first unit offensive line and operated a successful two-minute offense at the start of the second half with both drives leading to field goals. News time is 6.52 and we'll have weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. 
Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. And we're looking at a little bit of a traffic slowdown north and southbound this morning on U.S. Highway 1 at Port St. Lucie Boulevard. Some road construction with police out in the area, construction workers there. Uh, Slow down, use caution in that area. Otherwise, we're not finding any accidents to report. If you see something, say something. Let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. Partly cloudy, 77 in Stewart. And in South Jordan, Utah this morning at 69. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under partly cloudy skies and some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 50% chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms, most of that rainfall moving inland throughout the day. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s, some morning coastal rainfall, followed by a 40% chance for afternoon inland showers and storms. By the end of the work week through the weekend, drier air moves in. Rain chances drop, more sunshine with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Fractal certified public accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. The high school game of the week returns to both WPSL and WSTU September 3rd. Join Dan Como and Greg Wyatt for the game of the week as the Jensen Beach Falcons host Treasure Coast Titans. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. High School Sports 2021 is brought to you by St. Lucie Draft House, Nice Air, Stimmels of Stewart, Interniver State College Athletic Department, Hoskins, Turco, Lloyd and Lloyd, Seacoast Air Conditioning, and Max Ducky, a proud alum of Notre Dame. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Need your windows cleaned but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior, and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens, and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olaf'sWindowCleaning.com or call 772-204-3067. 
Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 658 on the Get Up and Go Show, and uh, coming up later on today, uh, Major John Budenseek is going to be here once again from the Martin County Sheriff's Office, giving us an update on all things pertaining to uh, what's gone on in the last week or so with the Martin County Sheriff's Office, Bonnie? Absolutely, and uh, we're hoping we can hear some good news from Major Budenseek this morning, and mm-hmm. um, hopefully we'll be hearing that maybe some of the COVID cases over at the jail have gone down. Mm-hmm. I think uh, last week, if I'm not mistaken, uh, things were looking a little bit more on the positive side. Right, exactly. He did let us know that. Yeah, so uh, hopefully we'll be hearing something good news with that. Yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely. So always a pleasure to have him on the program. And, uh, you know, folks, you can always give us a call here. We always have the phone open. We uh, don't shy away from calls. 220-9788-220-WSTU. That is the number to always reach us. Uh, it's open, uh, well, I'd say it's open 24 hours a day, but we're not here 24 hours a day. But the line's always open. Whenever you hear our voices on the air, the phone lines are open. We don't busy all like other stations do. We're going to be here, and we're going to be here for you that's in right. the flesh, that's, that's for right. sure. Well, not in the flesh. I mean, my gosh, don't <laughs> let them think we're broadcasting butt naked. <laughs> but we'll be here fully clothed. How's that? That's that's a little yeah, better. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to keep the clothes yeah, on. We're not at Blind Creek Beach today, sorry. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. A Taliban official said on state television everyone in Afghanistan will get amnesty. But there are also reports that militants are going door to door in the country, looking to round up Afghan military officials and anyone else who may have worked with the U.S. Fox's Nato evacuation flights have resumed after yesterday's deadly chaos at Kabul's airport. Thousands of U.S. troops are there helping Americans get out, while President Biden pledged a half billion dollars for Afghan refugees. I am president of the United States of America. And the buck stops with me. He admitted the situation deteriorated faster than anticipated, but the president stands by his decision to withdraw U.S. troops. American troops cannot and should not be fighting in a war and dying in a war 
that Afghan forces are not willing to fight for themselves. Republicans are critical of Biden policy and evacuation trouble. Senator Tom Cotton tells Fox. That speech demonstrated a president who is dangerously disconnected from reality. Nearly 60% of Americans 12 and older are now fully vaccinated, but as COVID surges again, they may need another shot. Fox's Rachel Sutherland is here live to explain. Dave, boosters of Pfizer and Moderna could be available to the general, general population this fall. Federal health officials are expected to recommend as soon as this week that Americans who got the mRNA vaccine should get a third dose eight months after they completed the regimen. They're still reviewing the data on the Johnson & Johnson shot. The move comes as the Delta variant continues to surge and as officials evaluate studies which suggest protections against serious illness may start to wane. The boosters are not expected to roll out widely until the FDA gives final approval on the vaccines. Dave? Rachel, New York City started today. Anyone who goes indoors for activities has to show proof of vaccination. America's listening to Fox News. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get to where you want to go. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo Platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. It's the fourth highest rated cable news channel, and it's available on all major cable systems. Or find it on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. And it's free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and TiVo. Or download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere. Forbes described Newsmax as a news powerhouse. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax. You should, too. Tune in today. The situation in Afghanistan is a big issue at the State Department and at the Pentagon where journalists keep pressing for answers. For some reporters, what's happening in Afghanistan can get personal. They took off my flag. This is my flag. They put their flag. Nazira Karimi is an Afghan native who covers the Pentagon for Ariana TV. Her fear for the people, especially women, was clear. And as it concerned Afghan President Ashraf Ghani. We don't know where is he. Defense Department spokesman John Kirby said he can't imagine her intense emotion, but assured Karimi. Everything that you're seeing in the last 48, 72 hours is personal for everybody here at the Pentagon. He called protecting the people of Afghanistan a sacred obligation. Grinnell Scott. Fox News. Top of the storm, Fred, moving through Alabama and Georgia, where there are tornado threats as it moves north after knocking out power to thousands when coming ashore in the Florida panhandle. The pandemic has led more Americans to drink more. In new research from RTI International. Overall, U.S. drinking consumption was 39% higher in November 2020 than the previous February. Plus, more women reported exceeding the recommended drinking guidelines than men between April and November 2020. According to the study, for women, that's no more than three drinks a day or seven drinks per week. And for men, that's up to four drinks per day, but no more than 14 drinks per week. More specifically, women with children under the age of five in their homes increased alcohol consumption by 323%. Monica DeLuca. Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are falling and markets are down overseas, just like yesterday morning. But by day's end, 
The Dow rose 110 points, hitting a record high for the fifth straight trading day. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Don't sweat in your boxers. Call the AC doctors at 344-3944. York, install confidence. Contact the AC doctors. ACDoctorsInc.com. I'm Jordan Bickett, the head volleyball coach at Indian River State College. My Lady Pioneers excel not only on the court, but in the classroom as well. We have six home matches in September and three more in October. Check out our schedule on IndiaRiverStateAthletics.com slash volleyball. And we'll see you soon in the gym on the IRSC main campus. Go River! Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20 plus years experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. Hi, I'm Chris Hodgins with My Florida Insurance Broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage. Hello. Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do? Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance. If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number? 772-617-6777. What's the name of our company again? My Florida Insurance Broker. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, young lady. Appreciate that nice introduction. August the 17th, 2021 is the date. Let's get quiet. All right, we'll get quacking. I don't like to be cooped up in that office. All right, well, then just start getting quacking, okay? All I need is that hat. All right, you can't have my hat because it's on my head, okay? Time now is 7.07. Mr. Clock, would you certify? It's now 7.07 a.m. 7.07 a.m., and we are off and running with hour number two. Again, we are still at warp speed, breaking the sound barrier this morning, Bonnie. Yeah, we are just uh, faster than your fastest jet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Including the including the jets <laughs> in, <laughs> in your hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> good recovery, though. I will say that much. Well, I tried. That was a good recovery. I was wondering where you were going where, with that one. The, I know. I saw the look on your face like, where's this going? I know. I was like, okay, well, where are we going to go today? That's the look that used to be on Mike's face, too. So really? Okay. <laughs> you have company. All right. Well, no problem. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, let's do birthdays. But see, that's what makes for great radio is because you just go, you go off the cuff and you just 
say the silliest things sometimes. Yeah, and you don't break a sweat either. Yeah, exactly. Notice I didn't <laughs> say stupid. I said silly. Silly. Because I, that's silly. just saying stupid is downgrading. <laughs> so silly is much better. I like, I like silliness once yeah, in a while. we can be silly. We can be silly as long as we uh, broadcast with our clothes on. So uh, what do you got for me this morning for birthdays and anniversary? Well, I guess since I'm going out to get the gift right after this, happy belated birthday to my friend John in Port St. Lucie. Oh. Who just celebrated his birthday on Sunday. Okay. And no, I didn't make it over to take him out to eat. No? He's a little leery about going out with the okay. uh, COVID variant and All stuff. Right. Uh, the Delta variant. Can we say uh, how old John is? I... Is he like 40? Yeah, he's okay. about 46. All right, I so. like that. I'll take it. Yeah, 46 <laughs> years old for John. <laughs> Very masculine Very still. Good. And okay. We're gonna. I'm going to go get him a, a, a couple of gifts and a, and a card. And Buy him a bottle of, uh, like, Captain Morgan. I bet he'd like that. And you know, he's Does he drink? not a huge, huge drinker. No? Once in a while, All I'll right. stop over and he'll pour me a glass of wine. Okay. He's not, like, a big drinker himself. All right. Know. Um, I got bit. Sorry, I'm scratching my ankle. That's I know that's off the cuff right He's now. a thinker, not a drinker. Ouch. <laughs> Something bit me down here. Maybe, I don't know what it maybe is. Maybe it was that little gnat that was flying around earlier. I think I killed it. Oh. Yeah, because it has been flying around lately. What could that be? Oh, I don't know. Now you're starting to make me itch. I know. You know, that's kind of like when somebody starts itching, you start mm. itching yourself. It's, See, I'm it's wearing my, contagious. Did you notice I'm wearing my, two days in a row, I'm wearing my slip-on shoes with no socks. Yeah. Which is very rare. I don't wear socks. They look very comfortable, but they do the are. shoes get a little stinky smelling when no. you don't wear socks? Are you with insinuating them? that I have nasty <laughs> feet? Let me take my shoe off and prop my foot on the counter, and you tell me. No, I no, don't. they don't actually. I don't have a hot towel w- ready. No. You can't. No. Um, and to, to answer that, to answer that question, no, my feet don't stink because I have nice smelling feet, ah. and my feet don't sweat in these shoes. Do you get the Doctor Scholes? No, I don't know what it is, but yeah. these are the only shoes. Honestly, these are the only sneakers that I can wear without socks that my feet, they just, they won't sweat inside them. I don't know what it is. That's a good shoe then. That's uh, telling you that's a pretty good shoe. I don't know. What make is that? Is that, are those Dr. Scholes? I'd have to take my shoe off to look and I'm not going to do that in the studio. Out of respect for you, I won't do that. I don't care. No, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I don't care. I'm not going to do that. I've smelled Cheetos before. Except these Cheetos don't have dust on them. <laughs> no Cheeto dust. That's good because if you took your shoes off and then you left that trail of Cheeto dust, Greg and Carol would know it was you. Yes, that's for sure. All right. <laughs> Enough of my feet already. Enough oh of the gosh. insanity. Yeah, really. I'm still waiting for Raquel to call. To, we can ask her that question yeah, that you want to ask her. I would like to ask her. All right. Yeah. Tessa Farmiga is uh, 27 years old today. That's Zoe on American Horror Story. Bright McClure is 35. That's Richie on Family Matters. Juliana Rancic. Now, I've interviewed her husband before, Bill Rancic. Oh, have you? Right after he won The Apprentice. Oh, ages wow. ago. Uh-huh. He came actually into our studio down in Deerfield where I was I was doing syndicated stuff at. And what a super nice guy. Yeah. Super nice guy. He hadn't met Juliana Rancic as of yet. But a really super nice guy. They're like a power couple now. Oh, They're very, yeah. very well known. I just looked her up. Now I see who she is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't know that she had um, battled breast cancer yeah. before, right? Yep, she sure did. She's a survivor. 
Um, she's the host of Fashion Police and, like you said, a breast cancer survivor. Yeah. And uh, she married The Apprentice winner, Bill Rancic. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg is 52 years old today. Former new kid on the block. And boy, did I love me some new kids on the block back in the did day. Did you really now? I, listen, yeah. Let me tell you something. Still to this day, I am a boy band nerd. <laughs> Sorry. That's really funny. I'm admitting it on public radio. <laughs> I am a boy band nerd. So you got into Let that be known. NSYNC too in all that? NSYNC. NSYNC. The Backstreet Boys. O-Town. Um, new Kids on the Block. Um, I think new all, kids, all the bands, new kids, weren't they like one of the first or, well, I kind of remember, um, an all boy band called new edition before that. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to think of maybe like some of the earliest ones, mm-hmm. but new kids on the block. Now, my nephews, when they were little, little kids, my nephews and nieces were um, getting into that. And that was like a long time ago. So like the new kids have been around for a really long time with Donnie being 52 already. Yeah, really. Yeah. And and the brother of Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have that uh, that chain of uh, burger joints, Wal- Wahlburgers, I think. And do they have that in Orlando? Did, didn't you have a Wahlburger burger when you... Last time you went to Orlando or something? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. They got to get one over here. I, I never tried one. Are they good and juicy? and? Yes. Um, uh, yes. Really super good. Yeah. Yes. Really, really super good. Are they as good as, like, Highway 55? Have you ever had a burger from our Highway 55? Oh, that's a great place. I over think- on Par and... Uh, uh, Par and Port St. Lucie Boulevard. Yeah, that's by right. By Little Little Caesars. There's one there, and I also go to the one in Palm City. That's mm-hmm. right by Walgreens and right by uh, there by Tropical Smoothie over mm-hmm, there in Palm mm-hmm. City. A really good, excellent burger. Um, let me see who else is having a birthday here. Um, uh, Gilby Clark is 59. Guns and Roses rhythm guitarist who replaced Izzy Straden. Sean Penn. 61 years old. Sean Penn. How about that one? Yeah. Madonna. That's what I think. I think of, um, we because we always watch his movie at close range, mm-hmm. and then uh, there it combines with Madonna, because uh, he was dating her at the time, and uh, Live to Tell is the song, the powerful. Oh, I love that song. And that's like the powerful ballad yeah. in the movie At Close Range. Right. So if you want to go back to a time of those 80s with um, mm-hmm. Penn combined with Madonna, mm-hmm. uh, watch At Close Range. Right, it's exactly. Like, it's like a really powerful movie. Right. And his brother, Christopher Penn, is in it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belinda Carlisle. The beautiful lead singer of the Go-Go's. She is beautiful, no? 63. I always thought she was one of the most gorgeous women. And right. Yep. And uh, what what did the Go-Go's have? We Got the Beat? Oh, Heaven is a Place on Earth. It was That was her single song. But uh, We Got the Beat. Our Lips Are Sealed. Oh, yeah. That was another one. That, I think that one was my favorite. I'll agree with you. One of my all-time favorites as well. Yep, and I think she uh, did solo. I think her number one, Heaven is a Place on Earth, went number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she did well with the Go-Go's and then, yeah. and then on her own. Gotcha. 63 today, huh? 63 years old today. Yeah, I like her. The Empire of the Hilton Hotel Chain, Rick Hilton. Oh, the daddy. The daddy the of s- Paris, oh. Hilton. 
Um, 66 years old today. I never stayed at one of his hotels. Oh, you've no. never stayed at a Hilton? I don't think I've ever Great stayed places. at the Hilton. Great places. Yeah? Great hotel. They have Excellent. one down in uh, West Palm Beach? Airport Hilton. Oh, yeah? Yep. There's one up here somewhere, I think. Man. Over on uh, the island, Hutchinson Island, I think. I'm not sure. I don't to, know. You know what? I'm going to schedule a little... Um, staycation. Mini staycation before yeah. our vacation. Yeah, you I think and, and go stay at one. You and Gary go plan a little lovers weekend, and mm. just get a room at a uh, at a hotel and just kind of vegetate at a Hilton. Might have to take the kids too because they like to swim. Oh, okay. so I'm thinking of a little okay. family staycation. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, they have a Hilton uh, down on Singer Island that's on the water. That's really nice. Overlooks the ocean. Really, very very reasonable. I would love to stay there. Yep. And you know where else I like to stay is um, the Marriott out on mm. Hutchinson Island. Mm-hmm. We did. I've stay. done quite a few weddings at the Hutchinson Island Marriott. Great yeah, place. Great venue. Mm-hmm. And we did stay at the Marriott. That's. I think it's pretty close to the airport down in Palm Beach Gardens or the Palm Beaches. Mm-hmm. We stayed at that one one year. It was fun. Yep. Kevin Rowland is 68 years old. That's the lead singer of Dexie's Midnight Riders. They are a one-hit wonder band. One of those one-hit wonder bands. Yeah. You know what song it was? It would be Come On Eileen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was a great tune. Yeah, that sure was. Do they have any any other hits? I don't know. I'm going to look it up because I'm, I'm wondering. But I, I bet that was I, that's the only one etched in my memory. Robert De Niro, 78 years old. The Godfather. The Godfather, part two. Robert De Niro. Oh, he's so been in so many movies. Yep. I mean, he's been in so many that I, I can't even pick, like, a favorite one. Mm-hmm. I think the last one we saw him in was Bad Grandpa. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and... But, I mean, he's been in, I think one of my favorite ones to see him in is definitely Heat, mm-hmm. is my favorite movie. you got Raging Bull, The Ra- Taxi Driver. Raging Bull I haven't seen yet. Okay, the Deer Hunter. The Deer the Hunter. The Untouchables. Yeah. Goodfellas. Awakenings. Casino. Casino is probably, like, my favorite one. Analyze this. Meet the Parents. I mean, there's so many phenomenal movies uh, that he has been in. and The list is like pages I long. I think some of the best ones, too, are when he gets together with Al Pacino, mm-hmm. his buddy, and they're, they're in the same movie. You know, when you mention Al Pacino, I think of Serpico. Serpico. Oh, yeah. Serpico. He, d- he did play Serpico. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. You know, it's a funny story about Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my sister-in-law went to New York City. Mm-hmm. They're filming a movie in New York City. And she's like, I think it was like her first time to the city, you mm-hmm. know, and she's loving it. And I think she ac- told us she accidentally stepped on the movie set where Al Pacino and them were um, were shooting a movie. And who walks out to yell at her about it? The one and only Al Pacino. <laughs> You're kidding. Really? So, I mean, that would be like a cool story to say, like, yeah, Al Pacino... Uh, Yelled at me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Al Pacino screamed at me. Wow. I, I mean, a cool story to tell, but how scary. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of scary in his movies. He can play, like, a really scary character, yet alone to be out in the street in New York mm-hmm. City and have him step out and start yelling at you. Wow. Bonnie, today is National Thrift Shop Day. It's National Thrift Shop Day, so everybody should go to your local thrift shop, whether it's a Salvation Army or Goodwill. Yeah. And I have found some great clothes at these thrift shops, I have gone and found awesome blazers. I oh, love I wearing 
bright colored blazers. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And I have found awesome shirts and blazers for like $5, $3. Yeah. It's amazing what you can find. You never know what you're going to find. Um, another good one to go to is mm-hmm. on Bayshore Boulevard where they have the, the dogs and cats. Oh, dogs and cats forever. Yeah, it's. I think it's for them, and right, it's it, for there's them. a uh, thrift shop right mm-hmm. there on Bayshore Boulevard. Mm. Let's see, it's next to, it's maybe about... Uh, Is it th- by the Goodyear? It's Yeah, it's in the Goodyear area, maybe okay. about three blocks down from Port St. Lucie okay. Boulevard. Okay, all right, very good. It's also, you'll appreciate this one, Bonnie, National Black Cat Appreciation Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, National me? Black Cat Appreciation Day. Yeah, and, and you know... Every Halloween, I put up on Facebook, uh, me and my uh, black kitty cat from years past, Coco, Mm -hmm. bless her heart. I had that cat for 17 years, a black kitty. Mm -hmm. So I put our our picture up right around Halloween sometime, and I just try to remind people that around Halloween time to keep your kitty cats indoors, Mm -hmm. uh, particularly the black ones, because there's some, you know, freaky, weird people out there. Who could mess with your animal about around that time? Mm-hmm. Um, black cats are cool. Everybody's superstitious. Yeah, they think that if a black cat um, oh crosses your path. crosses your path, it's like good luck. I mean, bad luck. Yeah. I'm sorry. What am I saying? Good luck. Yeah. I just I'm not superstitious when it comes to stuff like that. Are you? No. Heck okay. No. Not okay. not with an animal. You okay. should have seen how sweet my my black little kitty was. Mm-hmm. They're just little sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, just sent right down from God. There you and, go. Yeah. That works. All right, let's uh, get to news. It's 722 right now. It's all brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Bonnie, standing by with the headlines. Thank you, Evan. Martin County School Superintendent Dr. John Millay helped break ground on a new elementary school in Palm City Monday. WPTV's John Shaman has the details. Martin County School Superintendent Dr. John Millay helping break ground on a new elementary school in Palm City Monday. It's a great investment by the taxpayers of this community. The school will be complete in August 2023, but in August of 2021, the news surrounding schools is mostly centered on COVID and masks. Our schools are safe. We're taking care of all the protocol. We're watching our mitigation strategies. As of Monday, the total number of confirmed COVID cases in Martin County schools is 36. Last year, the first five school days saw only seven total cases. We're watching that each day. We're working with the local health department. We're listening to the Department of Education and other state authorities. Elsewhere on the Treasure Coast since the start of the school year, Indian River County reported 20 positive cases, 12 staff and 8 students. St. Lucie County reports 40 staff and 73 positive student cases. A lot of the same kind of angst out there amongst our members. How are we going to socially distance? How are we going to protect ourselves? David Freeland is the president of the Education Association of St. Lucie, representing about 2,700 district employees. Not um, not teachers themselves calling out. Now we've got attendance issues, but because they're quarantined. Freeland says he sees a potential work slowdown as more people become sick. The union and the school district worked together this summer to provide a new COVID-19 leave program for school staff. If anybody gets sick through a contact at work, they get 10 days of COVID leave before they have to start using their own sick leave or other leaves. The school board's decision last week to require staff to mask up also created some conflict among St. Lucie Union members. I understand why they have to mask and students have a choice. 
Um, and that's a, that's a minefield to try and navigate. With no virtual option, more kids are in the classroom. We are hoping to be able to get through this as unscathed as possible. John Shaneman, WPTV, News Channel 5. The number of COVID hospitalized patients at some Treasure Coast hospitals on Monday is the greatest since the start of the pandemic, increasing 16% over the weekend as coronavirus cases statewide continue trending up. A total 277 COVID hospitalized patients were at three of the four Cleveland Clinic hospitals in Martin, St. Lucie, and Indian River counties. A second Florida site offering the monoclonal antibody treatment for COVID patients is now open in Orlando. Here, what we're doing, we started one in Jacksonville. We have one here in Camping World Stadium. So this is going to be open seven days a week and is going to be able to treat up to 320 patients a day. As the State Education Board holds an emergency meeting today, Broward County school officials could learn what consequences they'll suffer for defying the governor. The school board voted last week to impose a mask mandate, even though Governor Ron DeSantis issued an executive order that outlaws such mandates. In Stewart, there's only one city commission contest on Tuesday's primary election ballot. Voters will choose a Group 4 commissioner, either incumbent Troy McDonald or Karen Hall, to serve the next three years. The nonpartisan race is a repeat of the 2020 election when McDonald defeated Hall. Group 2 incumbent Becky Bruner will be reelected without opposition. Polls will be open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tiger Woods, the goat of golf, is giving the first pop stroke a facelift while expanding his 18-hole putting courses to seven more locations in three states. Woods and his TGR design team are planning to redesign the two courses at the Port St. Lucie Golf Entertainment venue this year, said pop stroke founder Greg Bartoli. The redesign will make the courses more suitable for all ages and skill levels, he said. The courses are very challenging, Bartoli said, and we're going to kind of soften them up a little bit and make them a little more player friendly. That's what Woods is all about. And lastly, a 96-year-old World War II veteran named John Plyman uh, recently sang the national anthem at a minor league baseball game in Michigan. Now his performance is making the rounds on social media. Another vet in California named Tom Rice marked his 100th birthday on Sunday by jumping out of a plane. He was a paratrooper in World War II and jumped into Normandy on D-Day, so the 101st Airborne Division took him up for a tandem skydive, and they landed on a beach near San Diego. The Atlanta Falcons are fully vaccinated. The team told ESPN on Monday and are believed to be the first NFL team to reach this milestone. Atlanta has been proactive with vaccinations in the community as well, offering vaccines at its preseason game last Friday and the team's practice inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium earlier this month. News time at 728. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
Florida. Do you need health insurance or want to switch plans? You can sign up for a new Florida Blue Health plan or switch to a better one for as little as $0 per month if you qualify. Call us today, 772-621-8830, or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more. To be eligible for zero monthly cost, your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium. Policies have limitations and exclusions. Benefits available in certain plans and counties. Florida Blue and Florida Blue HMO are independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. 729 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, for Martin and St. Lucie County at the moment, we're not finding any accidents. We're not seeing any tie-ups, including major highways. So far, so good on this Tuesday morning. And if you see something, say something. Give us a call at 220-9788-220-WSTU. And it's 77, partly cloudy in Palm City in St. Malo, France this morning, 62. Here's our weather from WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under partly cloudy skies and some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 50% chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms, most of that rainfall moving inland throughout the day. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s, some morning coastal rainfall followed by a 40% chance for afternoon inland showers and storms. By the end of the work week through the weekend, drier air moves in. Rain chances drop, more sunshine with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Call the Lot Brothers for all your property insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468-1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat plus commercial. The Lot Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lot Insurance Services, 468-1009. Need your windows cleaned but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior, and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens, and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olafswindowcleaning.com or call 772-204-3067. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. This is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story, 
Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email. WSTU Morning Show at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. Johnny Depp says he's being boycotted from Hollywood thanks to his split from Amber Heard. That's in addition to being boycotted by audiences thanks to his last 10 movies. Home video sales of Field of Dreams exploded thanks to last week's Major League Baseball game. Also popular due to baseball, napping. Scientists have determined that Saturn's core is big and jiggly. So a record company has already made Saturn the newest female hip-hop artist. (laughs) And the first living Asian murder hornet was spotted in Washington State. And like many in Washington State, it was getting high in a van. This is not headline news. From not headline news, we go to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid? Oh yeah. Love when I hear the banjo picking. Kind of takes me to the hills, so to speak, Bonnie. Yeah. To them redneck hills where George lives. Where... My, <laughs> my yeah, where my father-in-law lives. It kind of reminds me of uh, Bever- Johnson City, Tennessee. It reminded me of the Beverly Hills, like yeah. with the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Listen to a team. story about a man named Jed. That's right. <laughs> Poor mountaineer, barely kept his family fed. Listen to a story about a man named George. Yeah. <laughs> but only we know that George feeds his his entire family because he's a very good cook. Yeah. He's a very good chef. I know he cooks a turkey when he comes down here. I know. <laughs> You can send some of that over. I will. Well, if we do our party, you and Gary are invited over. Oh, right. You think Um, you're going to do that party? I'm going to have a conversation with the wife about it. Not sure. I'm on the fence right now. Mm -hmm. I was all gung-ho, but now with this second wave of stuff going on, I'm getting a little leery. You don't want to send people home wondering if they're going to get sick from being at your party. Yeah, I'm a little leery. Anyway, it's going to be a family decision. The wife and I and Gavin and Darren, Dylan, Haley and... (laughs) The grandchild and the daughter-in-law. and You better take a vote. Yeah, it's going to be a vote. I'll get a voting machine. Anyway, a 27-year-old man who works at a packing center in Italy was using a nail gun at work recently. And he accidentally aimed it at the wrong type of package. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Not a human package, I hope. Uh, well, he somehow fired a small nail into his groin area uh. and ended up in the hospital. Now, we don't want to get too graphic, but he missed his main unit and hit the dangly bits instead. (laughs) So he was in a little bit of pain. But when he showed up in the ER, the doctors couldn't find the nail. It was less than an inch long. The nail, and that's all we're talking about. Did they have to operate? Well, they couldn't find a puncture wound. They got to get it out of there. They did an ultrasound. But still couldn't see it. Hmm. So they eventually brought in a urologist who did another ultrasound. And that one did find the nail. Thank goodness. Luckily, his two most important bits down there dodged a direct hit. Glad there's a good ending to the story. At least we can get some relief. It missed the right. (laughs) They go into detail here. (laughs) This is great. It missed the right one by millimeters. 
and they were able to remove the nail with a very simple surgery, and he was out of the hospital the next day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine the pain he would be feeling, um, you know, even coming out of that, out of the hospital? Man. All that repercussion and Oof. just the dirty deed itself mm-hmm. of that nail just <laughs> grinding. <laughs> I mean, oh, my word. I guess you could say he nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Rachel did screaming the other night. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She nailed it with the screams. I wonder if he's going to be going out on that um, assembly line. Oh, my gosh. If if he even dares to go back. Mm. Mm -mm. That had to hurt. Yeah. Just thinking about that is pain. I'm just like shaking right now. (laughs) Yeah. Just thinking of that is painful. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh, man. Uh, because of the pandemic, some new parents have been able to travel to see relatives. Uh, they haven't been able to travel to see relatives. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. New Be- parents? Yeah. Did because, you say? yeah, because of the pandemic, some new parents have not been able to travel to see relatives. Mm-hmm. That's a universal frustration. Now, in Japan, someone has come up with a solution. Figures in Japan, somebody would come up with a solution. What's the solution? Okay, well, according to The Guardian, new parents in Japan have been sending their relatives rice bags that are customized to weigh the same as their newborn. Yes. They're mailing rice bags. <laughs> the idea is that relatives can hold the bag of rice and pretend it's a baby. Wow. Okay. And there's a picture of the baby's face attached to the front of the rice bag. Uh-huh. And there are add-ons that you can get like blankets, diapers, etc., so on and so forth. The person who came up with the idea is the owner of a rice shop in southern Japan. So the cynics might say that it's just a way to help sell more sell, rice. Sell some more rice. Yeah. <laughs> but now multiple companies are making them, and the prices vary based on the weight of the child. But roughly, you're looking at about 30 bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, but, you know, if it's safe, it's a safer thing. And if it's sentimental to the maybe grandparents that they're sending the rice bags to, mm-hmm. I say, why not? Sure. Why not send it? Why not? What do you have uh, to lose? Yeah. What do you have to lose? Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh, there she is, like right on cue. It's the uh, girl that was screaming in the bedroom that we had to make sure that Gavin didn't think something wrong was going on. My gosh. Yeah. Were you a little bit embarrassed about that story, I asked Evan? No, actually, I was laughing hysterically over it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Because, A, the bedroom door was open. Yeah, the bedroom door was open. So it was... uh, Still still Gavin... Still up on the bed. He dared not look in, though, still, right? Well, he wouldn't have seen anything. I mean, she was just sitting She was just sitting upright in the bed. She was covered, and I was just digging into the trapezius muscle. <laughs> yeah, but if I heard those noises come from my parents' bedroom, I would be, I would be far <laughs> away from that. <laughs> I would not dare even look in, even, even if you had that door open, wide open to see. <laughs> I, I would be running scared. Hey, Bonnie has a question for you. Oh, yeah. I guess we were wondering, do you wish that Evan would hold your hand a little bit more lately? He does hold my hand. There you go. Okay. So that's what we wanted to find out. There you go. Because what was the percentage of women? Nine percent. Nine percent of women. Nine percent of women wish that their significant other would hold their hand more often. More often, not just hold the hand, hold the hand more often. So do you wish that I would hold your hand more often than I do? Well, I mean, 
anytime we're out, you're holding my hand. I mean, you gonna hold my hand when we're sitting in the chairs? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, we, do we, it at, do, we do it at home. We don't do that. Yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> you don't hold your hand no. when you're watching TV? No. We She's, do. We because sit in two separate recliners. We sit in two separate chairs. And we've got a dog chairs. that's usually between us. Yeah. And anytime, and get this, anytime yeah. that, this this is so true. Anytime that Rachel comes up to me and she says, I want a hug. Or she'll lean over to hug me while oh. I'm sitting in my recliner. The minute she makes a move to come over to me, the dog is there. The dog's got to be there. Yeah. Yes. The dog, the dog is dog, jealous. The dog is barking. Kaya says, I'm your girlfriend. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. The jealous dog. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just like last night. Like I, I went to bed and I, I didn't even blink my eye and there's the dog right up in the bed. Oh, yeah. Laying Gotta down trying to <laughs> crawl so far up my neck. That's how um, Hansi is when I try to pet my other cat. If yeah. I'm petting and like talking in my little childlike voice to Jack Frosty, Hans has got to come and be right in the middle of it, and he thinks he should get the pets. Wow! So I can see what Kaya is doing. Hey, so how's um, how's first week of school? Since you're you're in a private type school, so this is this is great for our, our listeners to know because we we talk to Dr. John Malay all the time about the Martin County school system and, and Rachel works as a teacher in a pri- in the private sector. Mm-hmm. So how has the first week of school been at your school? Um, tell me a little bit about like the masks, what's, what, what's mandated, what's not mandated, what's going on there. Well, currently for our school, they're not mandated. It's parents choice. Okay. So we do have students that come in in masks and they wear them all day. And then we have students that don't wear masks, but we are very vigilant about cleaning and sanitizing and hand washing and hand sanitizing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, the last school year, we had zero cases. That's amazing. That's and, and actually, um, I, I think that's great. With how many kids? How many students? 130. Yeah, that's, that's really that's good. That's a good stat then. Yeah, that's really good. No, no cases of COVID with Terrific. 130 kids, but they're very vigilant, like she says, about yeah. cleaning. Oh and, yeah, and, you have masks handy yeah. and uh, the sanitizer handy. Now, last year, did you guys do um, temperature checks as as before they came into the school and all that? We last year we did temperature checks when they entered and when they in the morning when they arrived and in the evening when they left. Okay. Now, what about now this year? No, we're not currently doing them. Okay, all right. Do your kids get to school by uh, school bus, or do most nope, of the parents, parents just bring them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, parents uh, pick up and drop off. I don't think we're having this problem here in Martin County, but I heard like down in the Palm Beaches this morning, they have such a shortage of drivers. And then when they do have the drivers, some of the uh, school bus drivers are even picking the kids up late. So mm-hmm. like they're really having some problems down that way. Oh yeah, I've I've heard. Um, I have a friend I w- on uh, Facebook, and her son. The first two days of school didn't even get picked up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I've heard things like that. Like That's crazy. Not showing up, or maybe showing up an hour behind, and then mm-hmm. getting to school late. Um, that's insanity. Wow. That's, oh, yeah. that's amazing. So 130 kids, no cases of COVID. That's that's a, a really Correct. super good stat for the school. Mm-hmm. That's that really wonderful. is. That really yep. is. But it just goes to show you too, you know, they're vigilant. They're 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 very careful in, in what they're doing Your also school as well. In St. Lucie County? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's up in St. Lucie County. It's off of uh 
Uh, you, well, you know where the Thirsty Turtle is? Yeah, I sure it's do. Just, it's like one block down oh, okay. and then to the right. That's it's, why you guys like to go to the Thirsty Turtle. I know. You, you pick we up Rachel after school in, and you head on out there, We haven't huh? been in a while. You know, maybe, what am I doing tonight? Uh-huh. Let me look See? at my calendar. See, you now see? you now you got me thinking. Um, yeah. What am I doing tonight? Let's see. You here. know, I haven't tried their uh, their steak yet. Like uh, Jeff called and said that I should try their. Okay. Is it the New York Strip or okay. something? Okay. I still haven't tried their steak, but their fish uh, fish and chips is mm. just wonderful. Okay. Um, I'm free this evening. Maybe we could have a date night. How does that sound? Okay. Oh, that was easy. And then you can hold hands. <laughs> can we sit across from each hold other. Hold hands like um, you peer into one another's eyes, gleaming across okay. the now table. You're, now you're getting. Now you're Holding getting a little. Hands. Now you're getting a little excessive here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's wishful thinking. Yeah, because on both ends. You're like we've been married for 24 years, but that's what we would say. Yeah. Too. How many years have we been married now? I, I honestly, I don't, I don't remember. Is it? 20? We're in 2021. So we got married in '99. So this year will wow. be 22 years, 23 wow. years. And it's coming up in October. Very good. Wow, long that's time. crazy. And she can tell you. She can tell you. She can tell you that I, I can tell you the date was 1010. I don't remember the the year now is '99, but she can tell you um, the time that everything took place. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could tell you every last little detail. That's great. Right down to the 12 pack of Mountain Dew that was underneath her table. At the wedding reception, because she had an addiction to Mountain Dew back yeah. in the day. And do you still have that little Dew no. addiction? No. Do, 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 no. Do, do, do? no. No. She's do, do, addicted do. to Baileys and whatever else. Ah, uh, Bailey. Yes. Yeah, I prefer coffee. Coffee, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, coffee is better than Mountain Dew. Oh, non-alcoholic Baileys yes. and coffee. There you go. Baileys creamer. Yep. Yeah. That works. Yummy. Anyway, we got to run. we got to get to news. Have a wonderful day, and um, we'll call me on your lunch break, and we'll talk about dinner tonight, all right? Okay. All right. See you later. <laughs> 7.46 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It is the, let me guess, it's Tuesday, Tuesday edition. Let's go to the news desk. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on any type of precious metals. It's always Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie at the news desk. Senior U.S. military officials say the chaos at the Kabul airport Monday morning left seven people dead, including some who fell from a departing American military transport jet. The officials spoke on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to publicly discuss ongoing operations. Afghans rushed onto the tarmac of the capital's airport on Monday as thousands tried to flee the country after the Taliban seized power with stunning speed. Some clung to the side of a U.S. military plane before takeoff in a widely shared video that captured the sense of desperation as America's 20-year war comes to a chaotic end. Two South Fork High School students said they will go before the school board on Tuesday's meeting to speak about the current dress code in schools. WPTV's Derek Lowe has the story. The petition, started by a South Fork High School senior, has now garnered nearly 2,000 signatures. Students Mackenzie Gorton and Ryan Cooper say the current dress code is tough to comply with. In the district's policy, clothing that exposes the torso is not allowed. 
Shorts must be no shorter than four inches above the knee, and pants are not allowed to have any holes or tears. School district officials say the dress code allows for a learning environment that is not distracting to other students. So you can't wear a tight shirt and you can't wear a loose shirt. And nowadays with uh, what the stores are selling, like Hollister or Apostle, their shirts are either crop tops or huge baggy t-shirts. So they're not really catering. Making, they're not catering towards the school's dress code. I think what we have is a minimum of expectation and that's it. that's pretty consistent with other districts and uh, surrounding us in the state of Florida and we're just going to try to be as consistent as we can following that. Both students who started the petition say they plan to go before the school board at Tuesday's meeting to present the revisions they would like to see made in the dress code. In Martin County, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. South Florida students are heading back to school amid a COVID spike. The good news is that more than 70% of Miami-Dade County's 12 and over population is vaccinated. Our medical system is not overwhelmed. Obviously, we have a bump, we have a surge, but because we had a significant amount of the population vaccinated, we are absorbing the hit from Delta better than most. For those under 12, Miami-Dade COVID response advisor Jared Moskowitz believes masking is the best protection. Fears about the rapid spread of the COVID-19 Delta variant are keeping gas prices down in Florida. AAA's Mark Jenkins says continued concerns about the spread of the coronavirus prevented gas prices from gaining any ground last week. Jenkins says crude oil and gasoline futures prices have fallen due to worries about how the Delta variant could reduce global demand. He added prices should continue to trend lower, at least over the coming week. In Florida, the statewide average for a gallon of regular is 301, down a penny from last week. I'm Rick Hoschel. The Biden administration is poised to announce that many Americans will need a booster shot, according to reports from the New York Times and Washington Post. Two administration's sources told the New York Times that Americans will be asked to get a booster shot eight months after they were fully vaccinated. The first doses of the booster shot are expected to be administered in September, according to the Washington Post. They would likely go to people in assisted living centers and health care workers first. The Biden administration reportedly came to the decision after receiving data from Israel, which showed the Pfizer vaccine was not as effective in protecting elderly people who were vaccinated at the beginning of the year. Bob Dylan is being sued by a woman who claims the singer sexually abused her in 1965 when she was 12 years old, according to multiple news outlets. Dylan denies any wrongdoing. The 56-year-old claim is untrue and will be vigorously defended, a spokesperson for Dylan told a reporter. In the civil lawsuit, which was filed Friday, the woman claims Dylan abused her multiple times at his New York apartment. Dylan would have been in his 20s at the time. The statute of limitations had expired on any potential criminal case. However, the lawsuit was filed one day before the window closed in civil cases, Rolling Stone reports. And lastly, Little Caesars just unveiled their newest concoction, a hybrid called the Crazy Calzone. That's half pizza, half calzone. Uh, if you've never had a calzone, just imagine a pizza folded in half with all the toppings on the inside. Each calzone actually has four mini calzones. They basically took a normal pizza and cut into the sides to make the outer edges foldable. So each calzone is cross-shaped. 
with a square of pizza right there in the middle and a calzone attached to each of the four sides. They cost eight fifty, and they're a limited-time-only thing for now. After returning to the field for a week, Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson did not practice on Monday afternoon. Watson, who reported to camp on July 25 after requesting a trade in January, practiced for the first five days of training camp, was not on the field for the next five days, and then returned for all four days of the third week of practice. Less than two months after his trade request, the first of 23 lawsuits was filed against Watson. He currently faces 22 active lawsuits with allegations of sexual assault and inappropriate behavior. Had Watson not showed up for training camp, he would have been fined $50,000 for each day he missed. News time is 7.53. We'll have weather and traffic together next. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, as we uh, bring up the latest traffic report, uh, the roads are looking good and clean right here. For a Tuesday morning, if you're heading out, you should have a nice ride. We're not finding any accidents, no tie-ups. There's your latest look at traffic. And we have 79 this morning here in Stewart. In Henderson, Nevada, a hot, clear 93 Here's our forecast at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under partly cloudy skies and some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 50% chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms, most of that rainfall moving inland throughout the day. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s, some morning coastal rainfall, followed by a 40% chance for afternoon inland showers and storms. By the end of the work week through the weekend, drier air moves in. Rain chances drop, more sunshine with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, 
schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Today in Ag News, the most southeast ag net with tropical storm Fred affecting areas of Florida, USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service wants to remind landowners the Emergency Watershed Protection Program, or EWP, may be able to help you if your area suffered damage from this or any other storms during this hurricane season. The program can relieve imminent hazards to life and property caused by floods, fires, windstorms, and hurricanes. Aid may include financial and technical assistance to remove debris from streams, protect destabilized stream banks, and establish cover on critically eroding lands, repairing conservation practices, and purchasing floodplain easements. Public and private landowners are eligible for assistance but must be represented by a project sponsor like a city, county, conservation district, or a Native American tribe or organization. If you'd like more information, contact your local NRCS office or go to our website, southeastagnet.com. If you purchased Super S Super Track 303, Super S 303, Cam 2 Pro Max 303, or Cam 2 303 Tractor Hydraulic Fluid from Tractor Supply, Orschland, Rural King, or Atwoods, you may be entitled to a cash payment as part of a class action settlement. Learn more by visiting 303 Tractor Hydraulic Fluid Settlement.com or calling 866 742 49 these specific products fail to meet OEM specifications and viscosity requirements and could also cause severe damage to your equipment. This notice is authorized by the federal court and is directed to those who bought 303 tractor hydraulic fluid from Tractor Supply, Orschland, Rural King, or Atwoods between December 1st, 2013 and the present. Your claim deadline is December 29th, 2021, and you may be eligible for a monetary award. Act now by visiting our class action website at 303-tractor-hydraulic-fluid-settlement.com or by calling 866-742-4955. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet. You are listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jupiter, and Indiantown, Martin County's Heritage Station.
same. They want to be inclusive. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The Taliban even supposedly wanting women to join a new government being created in talks with other Afghans after militants took control of the country. Fox's Tanya J. Powers has more live. Davis, evacuation flights out of Afghanistan continue. The U.N. Secretary General says about 18 million people there will need humanitarian aid. Rupert Colville is the spokesperson for the U.N. High Commissioner for Human Rights and says a significant portion of the population is in fear. And given past history, thoroughly understandable. He referred to the Taliban's statement pledging amnesty for those who worked for the previous Afghan government and saying women can go to work. And, and girls will be able to go to school. They must respect and protect both international humanitarian law and international human rights law. He called on UN member states to use their influence with the Taliban to protect civilians, Dave. Tanya, President Biden's offering a half billion dollars in aid to Afghan refugees. The scenes we're seeing in Afghanistan are gut-wrenching. But he blamed Afghan forces unwilling to fight and... The political leaders of Afghanistan were unable to come together for the good of their people. And the president stands by his decision to withdraw U.S. troops. Republicans blame the way he withdrew, leaving thousands of Americans to still need evacuation. Congresswoman Kat Kamak tells Fox... They need to own this debacle, this total and up failure, 100%, because it's not what they did, it's how they did it. COVID cases keep surging. 209,000 reported in the U.S. yesterday. Now the Biden administration is considering advising all vaccinated Americans to get another this fall. So far, the CDC has only recommended a booster for those with immune compromised systems. In New York City, a mandate goes into effect today. You have to be vaccinated to work or enjoy indoor dining, indoor fitness, indoor entertainment, concerts, uh, movie theaters, etc. Mayor Bill de Blasio, America's listening to Fox News. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get to where you want to go. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo Platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. It's the fourth highest rated cable news channel, and it's available on all major cable systems. Or find it on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. And it's free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and TiVo. Or download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere. Forbes described Newsmax as a news powerhouse. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax. You should, too. Tune in today. Fred has been downgraded to a tropical depression as it moves north into Georgia and Alabama after hitting Florida last night. Grace has grown from tropical depression to tropical storm. No longer on track to hit Texas. Now forecast to hit Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula, then go into the Gulf, and maybe become a hurricane before hitting Mexico again. It just drenched Haiti, which was devastated by an earthquake that killed more than 1,400 people. A magnitude 7.2 quake and a tropical depression all within days of one another in southern Haiti leaves the often distraught Caribbean country in even worse shape, prompting U.S.-based charities to step up with more help. We deployed an additional five containers of aid. She's with Florida-based Food for the Poor. Team Rubicon is a medical relief charity staffed by veterans. They took off for Haiti with medics 
and with crates of medical supplies. The first thing you look at is what are those immediate medical needs of people uh, that are injured? Evan Brown, Fox News. A member of the Proud Boys group has pleaded guilty to a role in January's deadly capital attack. Edward Floria of Queens, New York, pleaded guilty to issuing threats tied to the January 6th riot. Floria was not in Washington for the Capitol storming, but was found after an FBI search to have hundreds of rounds of ammunition at his Queens home, as well as hatchets, knives, and swords. He also wrote in posts that he was armed and ready Fox's, and awaiting orders. Fox's Gernal Scott, a first in the NFL, a team with all players fully vaccinated. The Atlanta Falcons. They will now have COVID protocols lifted for all players regarding mask wearing indoors and daily coronavirus testing. This also means that Atlanta actually avoids the risk of having to forfeit a game this season because of a COVID outbreak brought on by an unvaccinated player, as was threatened by the league earlier this month. That's Matt Napolitano. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. What is your quality of life? The OWN Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier, will help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget, a quality of life radio show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes? And what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you look at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Peak Ridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune in to the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative, but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is Tuesday, 8-17-2021. God, this is going to be so yummy. It is going to be so yummy. This is unbelievable. I know. It's unbelievable what we're about to talk about. Does someone need a hug? Yeah, well, everybody needs a hug nowadays, that's for sure. 8.07 is the time. Mr. Clock, would you certify? It's now 8.07 a.m. 8.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show. 
And when you hear that music, Bonnie, you know what time it is, don't you? We say hugs, not drugs. That's, That's right. That's what we say when Major Budenseek is here. That's right. Hugs, not drugs. I used to be involved in a program called D.A.R.E., which was Drug Awareness Resistance Education. And boy, I wish they would bring that program back full speed to the schools again, Bonnie. Yeah, I thought it was uh, kind of effective, too. It went rather well back when I, too, was back in high school. It did. It really was good. But on the line with us is the one and only Major John Budenseek. John, good morning. Top of the morning to you. Good morning, all. How are you this morning? We are fantastic. Bonnie, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing mighty fine. I can't complain. It's a beautiful day to be a citizen of Martin County, especially when you go on a police chase. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. And, boy, that video was incredible. Well, the video kind of speaks for itself. I'll give you a little backstory. Broward County had been chasing this hoodlum for the last three days. They had attempted multiple traffic stops, and, of course, he ran. They're not allowed to chase him down there. So yesterday they tried to do – what we would call a vehicle intervention technique where you front and rear block the car mm-hmm. and he ended up ramming his way out of their, uh, their, their vid essentially took off northbound on 95 went from Broward all the way through Palm Beach County. Uh, and at some point he thought he was in the clear and he exited at bridge road. And if you see that video, we think he exited to check out his car because he did sustain some damage. Mm-hmm. He was ramming those patrol cars down there. So he, we think he thought he was in the clear, was checking out his car, and lo and behold, things didn't quite work out like he had anticipated. So our, our uh, SWAT team just happened to be training yesterday, and because we had a significant heads-up that we had a, an offender headed our way, they were out there, and they put the welcome mats out that we have and and welcomed him to Martin County. So, like, Major Budenseek, where did the trouble all begin? What was he, like, doing down south before he ended up here, so our listeners understand? He's a serial burglar down there, uh, one of those traveling criminals that we talk about often on your show. Oh. He, uh, he was wanted for that down in Broward County. So he went, yeah, go ahead. Of course, they know down there all they have to do is run, and they're in the clear. Obviously, look at the car that this guy was driving. No no one in their right mind would run from the police in a car like that around here. So I guess it works down there. We've been looking, observing the car, and, wow, we're wondering who did this fascinating paint job. This car has, (laughs) (laughs) like, I think the first base, what I'm guessing is blue. It was blue to begin with. But then, like, this serious artist <laughs> went over with some white swirls. There's some black swirls falling in there. Um, I mean, this car is just so colorful. It's what I should do to my Mustang. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was talking to the Broward and Palm Beach County guys, and uh, they were trying to explain to the helicopter which car to look for, and the helicopter did not have a hard time picking that car out of traffic. <laughs> I would say not. <laughs> You'd have to be blind not to see that thing. Well, it worked out perfect. No one was hurt. The uh, 
bad guy was taken to jail. We banged up a couple cars, but we'd rather do that than go on a high-speed car chase, you know, through Martin County. You know what I think is hilarious is, you know, I've watched the video now is, is you've been talking on the air with us about three or four times. And as he exits the car to run, the first thing he does is he pulls his britches up because his britches were just falling down. And then when he's sitting on the back of the pickup truck posing for his modeling picture, as we like to call it, uh, you could see his britches are literally way below his buttocks area as he's sitting there. Yes, it certainly doesn't help him run faster and i took that modeling photo by the way so. oh did you really you know Thank great you. job i mean that, it, it seems like you got his better side <laughs> actually he was pretty affable after uh, after all the crashing and banging and running he was uh he's pretty easy to talk to but you know you, you saw the video where he, he ran and laid down well there happened to be a uh, land shark nearby and that was a wise choice that he made there mm-hmm. so there uh there was a german shepherd malawa mix Beautiful dog Ooh. from uh, Broward, Canada, happened to be on scene. So he made the right choice. But I'll tell you this. There's a reason why they run in Broward County. There's a reason why they run in Palm Beach County. And there's mm-hmm. a reason why they can't chase them and do what we do. And that's because the public support is not as strong down there. We right. do what we do here because our citizens support what we do. They understand the mission. They have our back and they support us. So it's not just the sheriff's office out there doing it. It's the whole county. Right. That's out there doing it. John, why is it that Broward County won't chase people? Well, we won't just chase for a, a, a car burglary or a burglary. Right. Um, but it's not that. It's when they went to jam a man and then he's ramming their patrol cars. Right. And that's And, you know, you kind of have the green light. They committed an aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer. That's when you, you're kind of in that to win it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's they could legally do it. Florida State statute allows them to do it. Their policy probably even allows them to do it. But they're afraid. I mean, they're working They're working scared down there, for lack of a better way to put it, because mm-hmm. they could get um, indicted for you know, something bad happening and yeah. people are after the cops down there. Well, they know not to come up here because it's just simply the wrong exit. Hashtag wrong exit. That's what it's all about. Well, we want that message to resonate down there with the, you know, Broward County is a big county, Palm Beach County is a big county, but we do want those criminals to go down there and say, hey, that was, I didn't know where I was, but I finally figured it out, and I don't ever want to go back to that place. So that's what we hope. We really do hope. I know it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, and Christine writes some funny wrong exit uh, quips there on Facebook, Mm -hmm. but it's not all fun and games. These are real criminals coming into Martin County to commit real crime that affects all of us. Terrible, terrible situation. Well, thank the Lord that nobody was injured, nobody got hurt, nobody got shot, and the criminal was arrested. Now, he was arrested in Martin County. Now, does he get extradited down back to Broward County where the original crime happened? How does this all work? Because he has obviously charges in Martin County now from the the police chase and ramming of the vehicles. Yes. So he has charges here that he'll... Stay in jail here until his charges here are resolved. Broward County will do a warrant or several warrants. And as soon as he's released here, he'll go to Broward County and face those charges. So he'll he'll hopefully be sitting for quite some time. 
and have some time to reflect on his polka dotted car that he tried to run in, <laughs> and his <laughs> keeping his pants up above his yeah. above his. Knees. Put put your pants on, young yeah, man. Put your Pull pants your pants on. up, young man. Um, let's talk a little bit. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit here. Um, there's a shortage of crossing guards um, that has been brought up by quite a few people, and I wanted to touch base on that um, a little bit, if we could. Absolutely. So for starters, the level of service has not gone down. We've been backfilling some of those empty positions with overtime deputies, with mm-hmm. with uh, available uh, civilian service aides. So the service hasn't gone down, but we are in dire need of more crossing guards. Um, traditionally, it's been people that are retired coming back just to make you know some extra money or or uh, parents that you know works out with their school schedule because keeping in mind it's a it's a morning job and an afternoon job right but that's a tough job you know you don't think about it but they stay out there cold or hot rain or shine they're there and uh, sometimes that can be a thankless job getting ungrateful children sometimes across the street and and impatient drivers are honking at them, and people are speeding by them. It's a dangerous, thankless job. Uh, but we are on a recruiting mission to try to bolster our numbers and get more crossing guards uh, out there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that process takes time. If somebody applies today, they're about two months out from actually standing out there on the road doing their job. So we're, uh, we're asking for the public's help if you know someone that that needs a job it's a part-time job but if you know somebody needs a job it's a great opportunity to be connected here at the sheriff's office and it's a need it's a a need that we all appreciate when it's filled john are there any special qualifications uh to become a crossing guard is there any training involved talk to me a little bit about that to get in the door you have to have a clean record like a deputy i mean when you come work at the sheriff's office whether you're a deputy a crossing guard or name whatever job it is you have to pass the same background check so that's a little stringent so if you have a criminal record that's not the job for you okay um as far as training yes they have in-service training in fact last week before school kicked off they were all in, in here at the sheriff's office going over rules and procedures and making sure they have the right equipment to be out there stopping cars so, yes, they're trained, um, and then they hit the streets out there. And like I said earlier, it's a, not the easiest job in the world. And, Major Budenseek, if one wants to become a crossing guard, can they go to a website to apply or stop into your department to apply? Right now, the, probably the easiest way to do that would be to go to our Facebook page. There's a, an ad on there, and there's a number, and I think there's a website also where you can uh, get information on that. Very nice. All right. All right, very good. Now, is d- does a crossing guard have the same power as a deputy, anything similar? What what is their what is the power that a, a crossing guard has because they are uh, an employee of the sheriff's office? They are, but they're they're a civilian employee. They're not deputized. So no, they don't have arrest powers. They can't okay. write speed tickets, but They've got a, a direct line to those that can. So if you mess with our crossing guards, you can be uh, you can rest assured that there will be a deputy close by that will come work on their behalf. So while they don't have the same powers, they are ours, and we do our best to protect them. Okay. Uh, so 
Don't mess with our crossing guards is my point. All right, very good. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. Um, again, the website you want to go to, uh, John, to uh, fill out the application. What's the sheriff's office website again? Just, just go to our Facebook page. Okay. And it's on there. It's a couple posts down. It's it's right before the uh, the wrong exit uh, initiative that we talked about yes or today. Okay. All right, very good. It's Major John Budenseek from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. Oh, by the way, how is Sheriff Snyder doing? We, you know, we we talk to you so much now. It's kind of like he's he's just like faded off the, you know, even though he hasn't gone away, he's still there. How is his ankle doing? And give us an update. Well, he's not faded off at all. He's very engaged in the process. He's he's uh, he he keeps you know he's running the ship. Mm-hmm. He's the commander of the ship. He's doing well with his ankle. He's finally starting to put a little weight on there. He's in physical therapy. It was a pretty significant break, but he's moving around more and more, um, still getting a lot of swelling, still has pain. Okay. But he's doing well considering, you know, the crash that he was in and being six hours from medical attention and then actually right. having to fly all the way to Florida before he got real help. So right. he is doing well. Well, please make sure and give him our best from both of us here, Bonnie and myself. Absolutely. Yeah, and please tell him that uh, we miss him. We 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 uh, need a speedy recovery so we can get rid of that little knee scooter that he's uh, tooling around the uh, office on and get back on uh, on on both legs fully. Always wishing him the yes, best. Definitely yes. so. Please do. Well, I absolutely will pass that along. He'll appreciate that. Please do. All right, take care. It's Major John Budensing from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. John, always a pleasure, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. You too. Have a great week as well. Time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Uh, gold is opening up at $1,792.30 an ounce, and silver opening up at $23.84 an ounce. That is the Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. And Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight twenty-three right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. All brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than seventy-five years. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Thank you, Evan. The number of COVID hospitalized patients at some Treasure Coast hospitals on Monday is the greatest since the start of the pandemic, increasing sixteen percent over the weekend as coronavirus cases statewide continue trending up. A total 277 COVID hospitalized patients were at three of the four Cleveland Clinic hospitals in Martin, St. Lucie, and Indian River counties. 
Martin County School Superintendent Dr. John Millay helped break ground on a new elementary school in Palm City Monday. WPTV's John Shaman has details. Dr. John Millay helping break ground on a new elementary school in Palm City Monday. It's a great investment by the taxpayers of this community. The school will be complete in August 2023, but in August of 2021, the news surrounding schools is mostly centered on COVID and masks. Our schools are safe. We're taking care of all the protocol. We're watching our mitigation strategies. As of Monday, the total number of confirmed COVID cases in Martin County schools is 36. Last year, the first five school days saw only seven total cases. We're watching that each day. We're working with the local health department. We're listening to the Department of Education and other state authorities. Elsewhere on the Treasure Coast since the start of the school year, Indian River County reported 20 positive cases, 12 staff and 8 students. St. Lucie County reports 40 staff and 73 positive student cases. A lot of the same kind of angst out there amongst our members. How are we going to socially distance? How are we going to protect ourselves? David Freeland is the president of the Education Association of St. Lucie, representing about 2,700 district employees. Not, um, not teachers themselves calling out. Now we've got attendance issues, but because they're quarantined. Freeland says he sees a potential work slowdown as more people become sick. The union and the school district worked together this summer to provide a new COVID-19 leave program for school staff. If anybody gets sick through a contact at work, they get 10 days of COVID leave before they have to start using their own sick leave or other leaves. The school board's decision last week to require staff to mask up also created some conflict among St. Lucie Union members. I understand why they have to mask and students have a choice. Um, and that's a, that's a minefield to try and navigate. With no virtual option, more kids are in the classroom. We are hoping to be able to get through this as unscathed as possible. John Shaneman, WPTV. News Channel 5. A second Florida site offering the monoclonal antibody treatment for COVID patients is now open in Orlando. Here, what we're doing, we started one in Jacksonville. We have one here in Camping World Stadium. So this is going to be open seven days a week and is going to be able to treat up to 320 patients a day. Governor Ron DeSantis says the treatment has proven to greatly reduce the chances of COVID patients being admitted to the hospital. There's only one city commission contest in Stewart on Tuesday's primary election ballot. Voters will choose a Group 4 commissioner, either incumbent Troy McDonald or Karen Hall, to serve the next three years. The nonpartisan race is a repeat of the 2020 election when McDonald defeated Hall. Group 2 incumbent Becky Bruner will be reelected without opposition. Polls will be open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tiger Woods, the goat of golf, is giving the first pop stroke a facelift while expanding his 18-hole putting courses to seven more locations in three states. Woods and his TGR design team are planning to redesign the two courses at the Port St. Lucie Golf Entertainment venue this year, said Pop Stroke founder Greg Bartoli. The redesign will make the courses more suitable for all ages and skill levels, he said. The courses are very challenging, Bartoli said, and we're going to kind of soften them up a little bit and make them a little more player-friendly. That's what Tiger Woods is all about. And lastly, a rookie cop in D.C. named Taylor Brandt is being honored 
because in her first year on the job, she's already saved nine lives. She specializes in tactical emergency care, so she's kind of like a cop slash EMT. Two weeks into her field training, she saved a guy who'd been shot multiple times, and she saved eight more people since then. And the Atlanta Falcons are fully vaccinated. The entire team, they told ESPN on Monday, and are believed to be the first NFL team to reach this milestone. Atlanta has been proactive with vaccinations in the community as well, offering vaccines at its preseason game last Friday and the team's practice inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium earlier this month. Our news time at 828. We'll have weather and traffic together for you next. insurance or want to switch plans, you can sign up for a new Florida Blue Health plan or switch to a better one for as little as $0 per month if you qualify. Call us today, 772-621-8830 or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more. To be eligible for zero monthly cost, your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium. Policies have limitations and exclusions. Benefits available in certain plans and counties. Florida Blue and Florida Blue HMO are independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. 829 right now in the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, Evan, we're not seeing any traffic accidents at the moment. No tie-ups here on our major roadways and uh, US-1. Everything looking good and up to speed right now. There's your latest look at traffic. Uh, Partly cloudy, 79 this morning in Stewart and in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, Canada, 68. Here's a look at our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under partly cloudy skies and some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 50% chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms, most of that rainfall moving inland throughout the day. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s, some morning coastal rainfall, followed by a 40% chance for afternoon inland showers and storms. By the end of the work week through the weekend, drier air moves in. Rain chances drop, more sunshine with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Just imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicating to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com. 
With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show, Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Time now is 8.32 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the Tuesday edition. And without further ado, here's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. Good morning, Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Well, it was on this date in history. In 1966, that NASA launched its Pioneer 7 solar space probe to learn more about the solar wind from the sun. Also, on this date in history, back in 1970, the Soviet Union launched its Venera 7 spacecraft headed for Venus, and it did reach its target and went into orbit in December of 1970. Two astronauts and two cosmonauts on board the International Space Station are getting ready to take some spacewalks. The first spacewalk is planned to take place on the 24th, one week from now, when Commander Akihiro Hoshide and Flight Engineer Mark Vanderhee will exit the Quest airlock in the U.S. spacesuits about 8 a.m., and they'll translate over to the Port 4 truss structure. Once there, the duo will prepare the work site for the next set of rollout solar arrays due to arrive in an upcoming SpaceX Cargo Dragon. The pair went over their spacewalk maneuvers using a computer in order to hone their skills. Cosmonauts Oleg Novitsky and Peter Dubrov will perform the other two spacewalks in early September to prepare cables and other external equipment for the recently arrived new Kia multi-purpose laboratory module. Meanwhile, Megan MacArthur and Shane Kimbrough joined European Space Agency astronaut Thomas Pasqua and took turns offloading cargo packed inside the Cygnus space freighter. The freighter is docked with four tons of cargo that they need to move out and get situated. The science 
that is still going on board the space station included Mark Vanderhees swapping out fuel bottles inside the combustion integration rack and setting up samples for the ring shear drop fluid physics study. Hoshide served samples in a microscope for a biological study observing how cells sense gravity, then installed a Kyber small satellite deployer inside the Kibo laboratory module. They use many satellites sent out from the module in the Kibo module. The next cargo shot will take place this Saturday, the 28th, when a Falcon 9 rocket will lift off at 3.37 a.m. from Launch Complex 39A at the Kennedy Space Center. It'll deliver science experiments and ways to prevent and treat bone loss, density loss in space, investigations of testing diagnostic devices that could detest mitigating vision disorders, and a new robot arm to demonstrate how it can help in space as well as on Earth. The capsule will also deliver materials such as concrete, fiberglass composites, and substances that could offer protection against radiation to investigate how they respond to harsh environment of space. It'll be interesting to follow that and see how it goes. One of the astronauts on board the station, Shane Kimbrough, said, and I quote, sleeping in space is awesome. Well, when you're in microgravity and you're floating, I guess it's a good thing to do. Yesterday, a satellite, several satellites were placed into orbit from French Guiana. A Vega rocket making its 19th launch has placed into orbit the European Space Agency Pilates Neo 4 Earth Observation Satellite, which is part of a four-satellite constellation. They also put into orbit several cube satellites that were hitchhiking rides, and the vehicle left on time at 10.47 p.m. last night and reached orbit. Right now, the question is, will lawyers delay NASA's 2024 lunar landing goal? Yep, that's right. NASA was notified that Blue Origin has filed a bid protest with the U.S. Court of Federal Claims following their denial of a protest that they filed with the U.S. Government Accountabilities Office. It all is in regard to NASA's human landing system. The award was made to SpaceX that they provided the best opportunity for this to be successful. However, Blue Origin says that they are favoring SpaceX, that it's unfair, that it shouldn't have been done that way. Well, the question comes into play now is, was it unfair or was it fair? When NASA graded the two companies, it showed that SpaceX had technologically four strengths and had one significant weakness, and the price was $2.9 billion. While Blue Origins, on the other hand, had 
technological weaknesses in two significant areas and a price tag of $5.9 billion. So now it's going to be up to the courts to make the decision as to who is going to actually get to fly the mission and when this mission will in fact take place. So Blue Origins is kind of mucking up the works because they lost a bid because they were way over the amount that NASA was looking for, for virtually the same thing. Speaking about missions, NASA's Ingenuity rover, that little four-pound autonomous aircraft, has now flown over a region called South Seaf on Mars. It has traveled a total of 1,476 feet round trip at a height of nearly 33 feet for 169 seconds. Ingenuity is scouting out a path for a NASA's car-sized Perseverance Land Rover. So far, they have been highly successful in allowing the rover to go where they would like it to go and visit. And the Ingenuity vehicle is helping NASA determine exactly what route to take to get the most science from the Red Planet. U.S. Senator Rob Portman has delivered remarks in a renaming ceremony at NASA's Plumbrook Station. The facility will now be known as Neil A. Armstrong Test Facility. It's in honor of the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing, and they believe that it is the proper thing to do for an American icon. Fragments of a Zenith 2 rocket could collide with other satellites in space. However, NASA says that they will fly past at a distance of about 3,280 feet, creating no problems. Tomorrow we're going to tell you more about China's space station, as well as the Ross space station for Russia. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time. And speaking of time, it's time to talk about Ellie's Downtown Deli. Where everything is good and delicious, right, Evan? Mm-hmm. And you know because you have gone there firsthand, for sure. Oh, yeah. And tried, maybe did you try a warm and toasty panini? I did. Oh, the Mason Dixon and the Havana Harry. These are some very cool sandwiches. The Mason comes with ham, Munster cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, mayo, deli mustard, pressed hot on an 8-inch hoagie. And the Havana Harry comes with ham, Swiss cheese, and pickles. Mm, Three of my favorites on a sandwich. Deli mustard, too, pressed hot on an 8-inch hoagie. Enjoy today with black and green olives, coleslaw, potato salad, maybe a fresh hot bowl of soup to enjoy. Ellie's Downtown Deli and Stewart, now with their patio back open, plus they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. Call them at 772 781 
6605 to order and pick up today. They're at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605, Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. 8.43 right now is the time on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Thanks, Evan. Martin County School Superintendent Dr. John Millay helped break ground on a new elementary school in Palm City Monday. Here's more from WPTV's John Shaman. Martin County School Superintendent Dr. John Millay helping break ground on a new elementary school in Palm City Monday. It's a great investment by the taxpayers of this community. The school will be complete in August 2023, but in August of 2021, the news surrounding schools is mostly centered on COVID and masks. Our schools are safe. We're taking care of all the protocol. We're watching our mitigation strategies. As of Monday, the total number of confirmed COVID cases in Martin County schools is 36. Last year, the first five school days saw only seven total cases. We're watching that each day. We're working with the local health department. We're listening to the Department of Education and other state authorities. Elsewhere on the Treasure Coast since the start of the school year, Indian River County reported 20 positive cases, 12 staff and 8 students. St. Lucie County reports 40 staff and 73 positive student cases. A lot of the same kind of angst out there amongst our members. How are we going to socially distance? How are we going to protect ourselves? David Freeland is the president of the Education Association of St. Lucie, representing about 2,700 district employees. Not um, not teachers themselves calling out. Now we've got attendance issues, but because they're quarantined. Freeland says he sees a potential work slowdown as more people become sick. The union and the school district worked together this summer to provide a new COVID-19 leave program for school staff. If anybody gets sick through a contact at work, they get 10 days of COVID leave before they have to start using their own sick leave or other leaves. The school board's decision last week to require staff to mask up also created some conflict among St. Lucie Union members. I understand why they have to mask and students have a choice. Um, and that's a, that's a minefield to try and navigate. With no virtual option, more kids are in the classroom. We are hoping to be able to get through this as unscathed as possible. John Shaneman, WPTV. News Channel 5. Two South Fork High School students said they will go before the school board at Tuesday's meeting to speak about the current dress code in schools. WPTV's Derek Lowe has this story. The petition, started by a South Fork High School senior, has now garnered nearly 2,000 signatures. Students Mackenzie Gorton and Ryan Cooper say the current dress code is tough to comply with. In the district's policy, clothing that exposes the torso is not allowed. Shorts must be no shorter than four inches above the knee, and pants are not allowed to have any holes or tears. School district officials say the dress code allows for a learning environment that is not distracting to other students. So you can't wear a tight shirt and you can't wear a loose shirt. And nowadays with uh, what the stores are selling, like Hollister and Apostle, their shirts are either crop tops or huge baggy t-shirts. So they're not really catering. Making, they're not catering towards the school's dress code. I think what we have is a minimum uh, expectation, and that's that's pretty consistent with other districts in, uh, surrounding us in the state of Florida. And we're just going to try to be as consistent as we can following that. Both students who started the petition say they plan to go before the school board at Tuesday's meeting to present the revisions they would like to see made in the dress code. In Martin County, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. 
As the State Education Board holds an emergency meeting today, Broward County school officials could learn what consequences they'll suffer for defying the governor. The school board voted last week to impose a mask mandate, even though Governor Ron DeSantis issued an executive order that outlaws such mandates. Fears about the rapid spread of the COVID-19 Delta variant are keeping gas prices down in Florida. AAA's Mark Jenkins says continued concerns about the spread of the coronavirus prevented gas prices from gaining any ground last week. Jenkins says crude oil and gasoline futures prices have fallen due to worries about how the Delta variant could reduce global demand. He added prices should continue to trend lower, at least over the coming week. In Florida, the statewide average for a gallon of regular is 301, down a penny from last week. I'm Rick Hoschel. Bob Dylan is being sued by a woman who claims the singer sexually abused her in 1965 when she was 12 years old, according to multiple news outlets. Dylan denies any wrongdoing. The 56-year-old claim is untrue and will be vigorously defended, a spokesperson for Dylan told a reporter in the civil lawsuit which was filed Friday. The woman claims Dylan abused her multiple times at his New York apartment. Dylan would have been in his 20s at the time. The statute of limitations had expired on any potential criminal case. However, the lawsuit was filed one day before the window closed in civil cases, Rolling Stone reports. And lastly, get set to get your hungry on. Little Caesars just unveiled their newest concoction. It's a hybrid called the Crazy Calzone. That's half pizza, half calzone. And each calzone actually has four mini calzones. You see, they basically took a normal pizza and cut into the sides to make the outer edges foldable. So each calzone is cross-shaped with a square of pizza in the middle and a calzone attached to each of the four sides. They cost eight fifty, and they're a limited time only thing for now at Little Caesars. Boston Celtics guard Marcus Smart has agreed to a four-year, $77 million contract extension. The extension, which begins with the 2022-23 season, is the maximum allowable off Smart's $14.3 million salary for 2021-22. The deal does not include a player option. Smart has played his entire seven-year career with the Celtics. News time, 849. We'll have weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. 
8.51 right now on the Get Up and Go show by Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Well, we're not finding any accidents on our roadways right now. For Stewart, we have a, a pleasant drive. Port St. Lucie area, the major highways looking good. Everything's up to speed over there. Not finding any accidents to report. There's your latest look at traffic. 80 degrees in Port St. Lucie, and it's 73 and cloudy in Hamilton Township, New Jersey. Here's our weather update at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under partly cloudy skies and some isolated showers as the kids head to school this morning. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s feels like temperatures in the triple digits. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day with a 50% chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms, most of that rainfall moving inland throughout the day. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s, some morning coastal rainfall followed by a 40% chance for afternoon inland showers and storms. By the end of the work week through the weekend, drier air moves in, rain chances drop, more sunshine with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. The professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common-sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. You are listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jupiter, and Indiantown, Martin County's Heritage Station. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 
The CDC wants you to be aware of the new easy-to-follow rules for when to wear masks. Monday through Wednesday, wear your masks when indoors, but not when dining. Then Thursday through Sunday, masks are required at museums and bowling alleys, but not at shady independent liquor stores. No masks when approaching yield signs, but then back up for full stops. You may pull them down to yell at other drivers like, The light's green, moron! <laughs> If you want people to know you're vaccinated, make a big check mark on your mask. If you want people to know you're single, tie the left side of the mask loop so it hangs below your earlobe. Right side means anything goes. Don't mix that up. Finally, walking around whistling is not permitted. That has nothing to do with COVID. It's just annoying. Thanks for following these simple mask rules. Stay safe. There you go. <laughs> New mask rules from the CDC. <laughs> It's amazing the stuff they come up with. It really is. Yeah. And, it, you know, it used to get even more confusing when uh, we used to say, do we have to wear the mask here? Do we have to, you know, wear it in our cars and there? It, it would get more so confusing a little bit earlier. It's kind of confusing now because, you know, we've been hearing of more cases and and things happening and, you know, I'm Come to think of it, I don't even have a mask in the my vehicle right now. And, really? And should I have one? I carry one. I carry, actually, I carry like seven, six or seven masks yeah. in my car just because I've gone back to being extra careful from a year ago. Just I'm, I'm, I'm back nervous again for some reason. I, I, that's just me personally. I'm just being overcautious. Um, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Even though I've got the shot, I still just want to be, I just want to be safe. That's why I keep masks in yeah. my car. And you know what, Evan? I bet you're seriously, I bet you're not alone. I yeah. bet there are a number of people in that boat um, thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like may maybe I should start to going to masking up a little bit again. I mean, I, I'm finding myself not going out that much anymore again like I used to. I only go into a yeah. store When I need to, I'm not going places like I used to go like a month or so oh, ago. Oh, so you're holding back from yeah, even I'm, going I'm, out a little bit. I'm holding back a little bit. Yeah, oh. I'm just, I don't want to get sick. See, I'm the I'm one of those where I'm in the boat of thinking, considering I should probably, maybe I could mask up again. Maybe mm -hmm. that wouldn't be hurtful, mm -hmm. but I'm not holding myself back from right. Going and doing outings. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go to a concert anytime soon. Oh, I don't that's have, not going to happen. I don't I have plans to go to one anyway. <laughs> that's not going to happen yeah. for me. I've I was going to go to Kiss, but that's just it's just not going to happen. And we were going to go to the Rolling Stones, but let's see, Charlie Watts opted out, so now yeah. now we don't want to go. If Charlie's yeah. not going to be there. We're not going to be there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll go out to a restaurant and eat, but as long as I can sit in the back corner. Uh -huh. I'm real picky about that. Yeah. Sit me in the back corner. I've got nobody around me. Oh, wow. I'm good. I'm I'm good as far as that goes. Yeah. Or what if you're dining outside, just like in the nice fresh air? Um, dining outside is okay, but again, just kind of keep me away from people. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 kind of like you know I'm keeping my distance. Like I've got a wedding to DJ this Saturday, and oh. I'm going to wear a mask. I haven't worn a mask to DJ in a while because I kind of let my guard down a little bit yeah. even though I have the shot but you know now it's I'm just um you know and the mother of the bride is also very cautious because her daughter is um I, I can't really say on the air because I don't want to give any surprises away but let's just say she doesn't want nobody hugging her daughter going up to her daughter wow. 
or anything like that because she doesn't want her daughter to get sick. Protective. Yeah, exactly. Protective mom, too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So, with that said, I'm going to be in a mask on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And that's just my personal doom. Yeah. You want to so. be a little bit more reserved. Yeah. That's really yeah. all right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Anyway, that's a wrap for us, folks. That's uh, day number two out of five for the week. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you don't look for validation on the outside. Yeah. You know, just drive safely and enjoy this beautiful Tuesday morning. Maybe go to the beach if you get a chance. Yeah, go to the beach. Why not? Yep. Enjoy the beach. Uh Reach the Spread beach. out, reach the beach, as they say. I'm We're just going to put on my candle when I get home that smells like beach. There you go. <laughs> That'll work. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next, and we'll be back with more silliness tomorrow morning between myself and Bonnie. Bye-bye for now.